Previously on Pufwa Exchange. Welcome to the Pufwa Exchange, everybody. I'm Ryan. And I'm Jen. On the Pufwa Exchange, we are going to branch out into many different areas. Firefly, we're doing... Battlestar Galactica. Battlestar Galactica. I would love to do West Wing. Can we do The Office? You know, one week we may do a commentary on Heroes. Next week we may come back and discuss... Mr. Darcy. Darcy. I said Darcy. You you said Darcy. Jen just developed a speech impediment. I think we should discuss the uh, effects of Frito from Godfather on modern literature. And we TV. may do that, and I would I would join in in that discussion if I had any idea what the hell Richard was talking about. He may come back and discuss those infomercials that play on the Sci-Fi Channel at 3 o'clock in the morning with the guy with the bald spot who goes on and on about the damn food processor. And the, Set it and forget it? Yeah, and the blonde woman who's like, tell me how it works! Like, she's not being paid $18,000 to stand there and look like a cat. <laughs> can't forget Farscape. <laughs> Uh, Canaveral? What about when he scams out of the stock market all that? He didn't scam it out. He did not. Yeah, he did. He got the insider tip. No, he didn't. Did you even watch the episode? I just want to know how naive his family has to be for him to be like, yeah, I've got a paper conference in India this week. Claire, I've taken care of everything. Believe me, I work in the paper business. This scene right here demonstrates the need to have a prenup. That's a puppet. (laughs) Yes, P.S., that is not an actual actor. What's a kid going to learn? from someone who decided his best option in life was to become a teacher. The Da Vinci Code. I read the books and went, oh, that's a nice story, and put it down. Everybody knows that people in Texas don't have perfect teeth. If they have teeth at all. I make kids wonder. I make them question. I make them criticize. I make them apologize and mean it. You're crazy, but I'll watch your kid anyway for free, like I always do, even though I'm a non-character. Even though the mob is looking for you and your kid. Yeah, but Micah can get her free pay-per-view, though. I make them write, write, write. The next thing I know, I'm having all these off the wall comments. So do you beat yourself to get rid of your sin? <laughs> He's like, you need to let your father go. He died ten minutes ago. He has a bow tie. I make a goddamn difference. Now what about you? Pilot's very militaristic in this one. He's like, attention! <laughs> I know! <laughs> Later on, he's like, good day. Hello. Incoming fleet, prepare for Starbucks. I personally don't want to get busy with buckets of pine salt. Really? Nothing turns me on like the smell of ammonia. O'Brien's just a yutz in this episode. He breaks the Enterprise. <laughs> and Kira's in with the orb like, mm, mm. <laughs> My generation is more colorblind. Please tell me my destiny. I'm a kid with a soccer ball. <laughs> the race riots in L.A.? I don't remember. I don't remember the O.J. Simpson trial. And Dargo has a headband. <laughs> it makes him feel pretty. Breaking Dawn, I was there at the bookstore at midnight to get my copy of the book. He's standing there looking down at the screen, talking to Spock. I'm like, all Spock could see was your crotch. He's naked. <laughs> There were girls there that I swear they could not have been older than 9 or 10. Their moms had read the first three books with them and thought, this next book is going to be just like it. No. I think there's a very good horror writer trapped in this woman who is longing to get out. He would be jello on the side of the wormhole. There's no way that thing was built to sustain this. When they lean against the shuttle, it like caves in. <laughs> this thing was made of plywood. There are a lot of very graphic sex scenes in a lot of fan fiction and you go back and you look at these authors profiles and they're like 15 and 16 years old and if this is what you think sex is like we as a society are going to have a big problem three two one click hey you stupid thing start why don't we go back (laughs) to the main menu and now the pufwa exchange
and welcome back to the Puffle Exchange. This is Ryan. I'm Jen. I'm Sue. And I'm Aaron. All right, I'm putting 10 bucks down right now, all right? The time is now 5 minutes of 11 at night. We are doing a commentary on J.J. Abrams' uh, Star Trek, and I'm putting 10 bucks down right now that Aaron will be asleep at some point during this commentary. Do I have... Do I, what, does, what time is it for Aaron? 11 p.m. Oh, well, Aaron. for me. Aaron, what do you think? Uh, let's see, we'll be getting done about 2 o'clock. Um, no, this thing at 3 hours long, is it? One one thirty. then. That's... Uh, <laughs> chance. Is it bad that he's on my side and I'm betting I was falling. Him? I was falling, I'll, I'll tell you the truth, I was falling asleep last night at about uh, 11.30. I couldn't keep my eyes open, so might not even be that far into the movie. Let's see how far we get into Aww, it. Maybe we'll come back to this. Don't fall asleep. Alright, let's start this now. I never get to podcast with you. Well, Mrs. Huggles Aww. over here dropped off around five minutes of eight and she's still down, so... Are we'll we still in selectioning this? Point. Yeah, let's scene selection this. All right, we. Are- I tried to scene selection earlier and it wouldn't let me. But let me see. All right, and here's the fun fact with this one: um, we're not going to really edit this once it starts. We'll do an extreme edition. Does that mean you're going to have to edit what you just said now? I'll edit this part out. This part doesn't count. But you said you weren't going to edit. This I'm one. just only this. This is the only thing. So everything after this is going to be non-edited. Yes. Except for that. Except, for, Except that. for what you just said. And just what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> We've been doing this way too long. We really have. All right, so we're getting ready to start the episode right now. I'm on my second cup of coffee, and I just had a glass of Coke. Um, Mrs. Huggles conked out about three hours ago, so I'm the last man standing. Aaron's got about 30 minutes of life left in him, so let's... This is from the man who, like... Goes to bed at 8.30. <laughs> exactly. So let's go to play on... Um, now, this is Star Trek, the one with J.J. Abrams, No, we're right? not pushing play. Why we're we going to scene play? selection. Right, scene selection. I hope this works. Uh, there's always a chance. I hope people didn't push play already. Oh, I hope not. Well, I didn't do the old 3-2-1 click, Jen. The 3-2-1 click is the important part. All right, we ready to go? Mine's been sitting on the oh, scene selection for the last hour or so. Aaron's getting quiet, isn't he? Oh, he's getting quiet, everybody. He's getting comfy in his little chair there. Oh, this is bad. Someone's Look, he's soothing. Don't make him fall asleep. <laughs> All right. We're going to do the old three, two, one click on scene one. We ready? With that dude. Well, he would be the captain of the USS Kelvin, but let's not spoil it. Wait, right? I thought that was supposed to be his dad. I can't tell from here. Let's start and find out. All right. Okay. Three, two, one, click. Now, for the record, I'll be watching this tonight on Blu-ray disc, as I believe somebody else's. Is that as, correct? Oh, that that would be absolutely correct. When the Kelvin goes up in flames, my whole house is waking up to witness the event. There's shooting stars. No, wait. They're for Paramount. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here we go. As I have I'm so glad that Nemesis is not the last Star Trek feature film. Doesn't it make you feel so much better now? I went to see Nemesis with two friends of mine. We were having the day from hell. We were like, uh, my car, I got pulled over. I almost got arrested in the morning. It was this awful day, and I was meeting up with a friend, and I brought a couple friends with me to watch Nemesis, and one of my non-Trek friends fell asleep in the middle of the movie. She fell asleep. She was down for like 45 minutes. Jen, this was um, Megan. You met her at my wedding. Um, she was down for like 45 minutes and she woke up and I asked her later, you know, like, that must have been boring for you. She's like, I feel like I didn't miss any plot. Like, it was just like, I woke up and I knew it was yeah. So. Yeah. I just want to be the... Oh, sorry. Nemesis was terrible. That's Nemesis all I was going to say. Terrible. It no, was. it's bad. I watched the fan films. Like, I've shown Sue and... and um, yeah. Jen, the fan films, and, they're, and they're, the ultra geeks watch them. Yeah, they make fan films, so they love any bit of canon. They're all like, yeah, terrible movies. Terrible, terrible movies. 
I like that the first ship only had the one thing. The cell on mm-hmm. it, yeah. Yeah. And I loved that on this one that they started the music with the French horn, because that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> All right, the captain here looks so much like a Vulcan, doesn't he? He does. He does. With ears. I guess that was the dude on the f- scene. Yeah, yeah, I knew yeah. it was. I didn't want to make it. I forget what, his, what, his, what the captain's name is, actually. All right, now the one thing about this movie that does kind of not give credibility to anything is that's supposed to be a Romulan cargo ship. Yeah, like, it's kind of scary. Yeah. It's like a Borg cube would see that and shit itself. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> where yeah. is the cargo supposed to be? There's just those little skinny line things. Yeah, you have to have like varying. It, it like it can haul lumber. That's about all it can yeah. haul. You know what I mean? Because there's nothing that. And what cargo ship has these? How many times in the next generation have we seen the cargo ships and they've got like you know like the like the boxy engine and like if you shoot them once, you know, all three people on it will die. This thing's like, yeah. it takes down this the entire fleet. really well armed, but uh, for a cargo ship, that's for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. On the other hand, it is you know, several hundred years uh, future technology, and yet the, uh, you know, it doesn't instantaneously destroy any ship it encounters. I mean, it's not not, you know, too overpowered. The Cylon fleet in the plan didn't have crap like this when they took down the twelve colonies. Like that just blows my mind. This is this is basically like you know the, the cargo container guys. Can I just say from like a visual aspect really quickly? I thought it was so interesting that this movie was actually shot with film instead of being digital, and mm-hmm. I love the look of this. Like yeah. few no, I- movies take like the the dare to, to to use film and this one did and it, I think it I know absolutely nothing about movies whatsoever so like how do you see like what like what do you see that's different as a result the, of the um the light flares you know every once in a while you'll mm-hmm. see a yeah. white blur or, or like a like a flashlight being shown mm-hmm. that is film that's what film does to like right there mm-hmm. like the well, light like um, right there, that's huh? what yeah they can't actually reproduce that in digital it doesn't look the same what does it look like um, not as cool. Well, not as cool. Yeah. yeah. No, that's, I tell you, uh, and and you put up a good point there, Jen, because that's really a huge motif in this. It uh, is. It's like a, a separate actor. Now, the, well, isn't that one of the reasons that um, Danielle and I are watching the original Star Trek, and we're watching the um, the remastered edition, and, and they remastered all the effects. And one of the um, issues with it was because the fact that it was it was on. I, I sound like an idiot here. Was it because it was on film, the old episodes, they were able to go back and re-edit the special effects versus the way the new episodes of Star Trek were were recorded or filmed? It, it, because it was digital, it was harder to actually go back and... No, they were film. Uh, I think they added digital to the film, is what, what they did. Because how long have they been doing... Didn't they remaster it in digital? I don't remember how they did it, but they said the only reason they were able to do it with the original series was because of the way it was it was filmed. And to, to do Blu-ray Next Generation DVDs, they wouldn't be able to do that because of the fact that it was it, it was done a different way. All the people who were tuning in here to see what we think of these very climactic scenes are like listening to me <laughs> like, trying to explain. See that light flare on the right? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that is just so cool. This just cracks me up that this is the cargo ship. <laughs> yeah. 
the interesting yeah, thing you it, can see that it's kind of a if you look at it now it looks like a cargo ship whereas on the outside it doesn't look like it at all it's got all the different fangs on bones. the inside yeah I don't see this guy had to know he was about to like die oh yeah and and yet, the Starfleet yeah. captain's always on the die, though. I wonder if that's henna. I'm messing around with my uh, settings right now, trying to get the closed captioning on, and I just turned everything to French. <laughs> is he the time traveler? Yes. yes. He is hot, and I didn't think he was hot. Oh, that's time. like when my mother said that Scott Peterson, say what you want about him, he's got a great head of hair. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what was that, like, whole thing behind the... I'm sorry, I'm, I'm I'm fascinated by Leonard Nimoy's head at the moment. I'm just really not paying attention there. <sighs> Aaron's got 25 minutes to go, ladies and gentlemen. Well, was, um, I was I was going to say something. Uh, this was the summer. This was last summer. This came out, right? Yes, summer of '09. Yeah. And uh, terminated. Bye. Yeah, that's always great. Um, what I, what I. Uh, so what I was going to say is that the guy who plays the captain there was also, um, he was an Iron Man, I guess it was the summer before. And a kind of a, a villain role. It was kind of interesting to see him in this totally different, mm-hmm. almost bit part. I thought it was so good how similar they made father and son look, the casting. Right. I actually yeah, couldn't they, remember they after the think? fact. I, after the fact, I couldn't even remember if they even had the same actor play him. Similar looking. Her, her eyes cracked me up here, the nurse. <laughs> yes. This what I, you I want to do, deliver this, the uh, shuttle. The stuff. This is Pofo. We knew this could happen. Just hang on a second. The commentary will be right back. was, like, sobbing in tears in the first, like, ten minutes of the movie. <laughs> well, the like, thing I was going to say about... The, well, they obviously... they One of the things about Star Trek is Captain Kirk is, you know, the man. Like, he's the most famous <laughs> captain in Starfleet history, and he, he was the bravest, and, and he was the guy that everyone looks back at as, like, the George Washington of Starfleet. And how did he get that way, and what was his backstory, and what brought him to that point yeah. was never really addressed in the series. The, the thing about this film, for me, is that I was a Star Trek fan since the third season or the second season of The Next Generation. So I've been a Star Trek fan since I was like six years old. And Star Trek was always you know, the nerdy thing to be into. And with this movie, like you know when Lady Chi is like off to see Star Trek again, you know that it's a, it's now hit mainstream. Yeah. And, 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 and now everyone's a star, like the, like the freaking teeny boppers who are friends with me on Facebook are all now like, going to see Star Trek again. I'm like, when did Star Trek become socially acceptable? Because I feel when like... really this hot is... guys got cast as Kirk and Spock. That is, absolutely, <laughs> that is so true. Awesome music right here, by the way. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Isn't awesome this great? Music. It's just so... My favorites. And, the, and they stop to name the kids. 
No, let's name him Tiberius. Let's name him Tiberius. Not that. <laughs> no, let's name him after your father. We're not naming them Tiberius. We're naming them Jim because you know his middle name's Tiberius. I actually thought it was a real risk for this cast to include this girl as the mother, but I have to say I am totally blown away by her performance. No, I why totally is that? I have no idea who she is. She She's is. In, uh... She was on House. Okay. Yeah, it was at the time. This. Well, Amanda's one other writer, isn't she? Yeah. Yep. Yes. There's and then Siler, also... of course, was the biggie, but I, I don't see Siler in this movie once. He's definitely Spock. He's Spock. Was well, I, I, mm-hmm. I thought it was funny because I thought he brought Siler to the role, but uh, it was, but it was totally worked for it. You really thought he brought Siler to it? I thought it, I thought there, he definitely had a that kind of creepy, um, <laughs> creepiness to him a little bit. Uh, not not like a really? whole lot. Yeah. I didn't get that at all. I got that he was just so much more emotional. I love this right here. You have 20 seconds to live and you want to spend it with your wife and name your kid. Yeah. It's ter- it's heart-wrenching. Now, this is George Kirk, right? No, what's his... I don't yeah. know what the father's name is. I think, yeah, the dad's George. He's big in the um, Star Trek fandom. <laughs> he was the... Yeah. Let's call him Jim. Isn't he going to be someone in the new Marvel movies? Maybe. I thought he... I don't know. James the ship knows. has incredibly good, like, you know, all integrity that's still kicking. Yeah. yeah. And I was he's say. not even bumped out of his chair. He's well, impacted. Well, not now, but... Yeah, well, there he goes. <laughs> yeah, they're almost destroyed in the first volley, and yet he can he lives for like a minute with nobody else <laughs> on the ship to, to, to clear it. And the, and, 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 the, and the cargo ship remains intact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't even phase the they drift oh. away there. Such a great shot. Yeah, that is a great shot. Just watching them. All the little pods. I've never actually noticed that before. Well, here's a good here's a good point to bring this up. Um, as a um, Star Trek fan, Ryan, what did you how did you feel about this new score that uh, uh, they came out with here, My, Michael Giacchino? I I really enjoyed this, this the score of this. I. One of the things that, you know, old Star Trek fans were, were like apoplectic over, and there's, there's a very small number of them, were that they wanted like the plywood sets and, you know, the, the, the 60s effects and everything. I thought the, the score was fantastic, mm-hmm. and I love the nod at the very end of the movie when you have the original. Um, not the original. No, at the very, very end of the music. It's the original music in the final but credits. But it's not Leonard's original. That made me mad. I don't know why. Not at the, the, not the very end? At the very I end, love that they, he, he does the whole. <laughs> is that, that that right there is depressing? That that Nokia tone is going to outlast us all. <laughs> that is a little bit depressing. <laughs> that is depressing as hell. Whatever I do in my life, I will not. That thing will live longer than. I of course, do. what's not depressing is that sabotage lasts that long. Cause that's an awesome song. Now, what's the depressing ir- is touch screens are still in the future. Like I would figure they would just like be all voice activated or now, whatever. Fun fact on yeah. this scene. Kirk was stealing his stepdad's car to drive it off the cliff because he doesn't like his stepdad. And this is supposed to be his brother Sam in the original script. Now it's just a friend of his or whatever. Because yep. Sam Kirk um, actually um, dies in the original series. I'm glad you clarified that. for Because for every s- non-super like fan of yeah. Star Trek, I just thought it was like a friend. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, now well, you know. And actually, what happened is this is his father's old car, and his stepfather wanted. <laughs> Sue knows more than I do. Holy crap! I only know because Did you read the book? I only read the book. Okay. Oh, okay. 
So, uh, yeah, that's what, at least that's what she said was that he, uh, the stepfather wanted to sell the car. And, and oh, okay, he's, so he's saying oh. that. Okay, this is one of those movie moments that literally, like, I was clawing the chair because I thought, like, it was like when I saw King Kong for the first time, and my Uh first question when I got out of the theater was, oh, my God, how did they train that gorilla to do that kind of stuff? Like, (laughs) totally, like, I'm like... You're like, how many times did they have to film this scene before he didn't fall off the cliff? (laughs) Yeah, really. That's pretty much it. I, I tell you this this uh that was the scene I think in I think it was in the trailer that the, the scene was we first saw it I I was I this was it was at the very beginning of the trailer they showed this and I was like yep this is going to be a good movie. Yeah. He has horse riding pants. Have y'all noticed that? No. Did you ever think while you're watching this that Captain Kirk usually must not be proud of his middle name because you don't hear it until Star Trek 6. It's almost like his middle name is like Melvin or something like he just goes with the M. He's always James yes. T. Kirk. I think that's what we'll name our next set. Tiberius? Okay. Tiberius. I love the city here, too. The city's upside The buildings are upside down. I love that. The oh, I didn't even notice that. That's weird. Yeah, but you noticed the fact it's on film. Yeah, good job, John. I didn't notice. Well, shut up. <laughs> okay, what I a way love to learn. Vulcan school. Yeah, it's so much cooler than public school. This is really reminiscent of... um Four. Of four. He can, like, tell you the, the origin of the universe. How do you feel? How do you feel? <laughs> I love this. Even on Vulcan, there's hoodlums. Oh, yeah. They're hoodlums. So little spot. I want to hug you, little half Vulcan. Okay, we're turning on the French subtitles, ladies and gentlemen, so I'll be able to better assist you with uh, the French. Ooh, I wonder French. if I can put on English. God, this is way too much for what they're trying to accomplish. Wait, <laughs> if I push this, is it going to, like, stop? Oh, cool, it didn't. The only use of whore in Star Trek. Let's see how well it goes over. <laughs> Oops! That in case like you missed the message. Like his spine. It's like the scene from Christmas Story, isn't it? <laughs> I know, Kung Fu. Ralphie, your glasses! <laughs> okay, how cool is this hallway? And the green blood? <laughs> yeah. Green I'm blood. sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry, but you're so Did a good not. job of, of maintaining that. This guy is not Mark Leonard. I'm sorry. I wonder if the kid really had to go around with like that haircut for six months. Cause... I'm sure it's a wig, Jen. <laughs> okay, good. I would be totally humiliated at his age. <laughs> they just dyed the, the blood in his lip green because he got beat up at school that time. Yeah, there's all the buildings in the background. Now, what, yeah. Aaron, as a fellow geek, what do you think of the, uh-huh. the... They had all of the canon Nazi Star Trek fans bitching that you're going to go back and you're going to screw up the continuity and you want to be able to tell fresh stories. How do you think they did or J.J. Abrams and the writing team did writing this so that it can appeal to both classic Trek fans, be canon compliant, and have like an open doorway to tell stories. Hmm. Well, I think they did a very good job of um, of making it so that it would at least satisfy some of the most hardcore people. In that they made it so yeah, it's an alternate universe, so they can they can they can mess it up. They didn't just start yeah. messing it up. 
Mm-hmm. So. But they made it like it's written so well. Like everyone I've who's seen this movie is just like I mean, it's as confusing as hell to explain, but it makes perfect sense. The one like, thing that holds it all together is Spock Prime. That's the mm-hmm. one thing that holds it together. The yeah. fact that our yeah. Spock ends up here. Yeah, and um, and then you're right. And it, Spock, of course, is the character I think in Star Trek that has the longest history, being that he was an original series and then in, again. In I think was he in two or two episodes of the Next Generation? Uh he was in yes, two episodes of TNG. Mm-hmm. So I and, and he's I he, also one of the most beloved characters of the fandom. If if you're going to bring somebody, one person from the future, it's going to be Spock. Right. And Th- that that's the logic chain. William Shatner had a few words to say about that. Well, <laughs> well, William, well, William Shatner's character was dead. So well, well, it's true. Well, William Shatner. Well, William Shatner did like the the, the total like, you know, badass thing, and, like, every day he announced the press, let let JJ know I'm available to film today if I you need know. me. <laughs> and he tried to, like... Oh, this... I, awkward. I love this here. I love the fact that he can turn live long into prosper into F.U. asshole. I know! Yeah. That's, yeah. So good. That's one of the moments I thought that Siler, his... was coming through a little bit. In his How weird do you think it was for him to, like, look at Winona and, like, pretend that she's his mother. Like, she's that would be like Ryan looking at me and, like, trying to act like I'm Carol. You know, like, that would be... Carol's my mother, in case you were all wondering who Carol's. Do you know what I mean? Carol's the like, one who left Jen at my wedding, in case you were also... I love Carol. She abandoned I, you in the middle of New Hampshire. She is the sweetest person. <laughs> I adore your mother. Dropped you like a bad habit when there was partying no, to be done. No, she didn't. No, that's I not. had to call her in a drunken stupor that go have someone go back and get you. <laughs> you were too forgiving. <sighs> Why did you come before the council today? He looks like a hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Spock, had, Spock looks like Richard Nixon from that vantage point. He looks like he needs to shave desperately. <laughs> yes. I know. Live long and prosper. I also uh, got a kick out of the fact that Iowa is like oh, this, yeah. like this happening club scene. What's well, gonna happen? Like, here's the thing: you've hey, got it's you've, Texas. You've got the flagship of the Federation fleet, which Kelly, if she were here right now, would tell you is 17 times larger than it was in the original series. Who the hell, like we need to build this thing? Why don't we build it in the middle of effing Iowa? Like, who the hell? Like, <laughs> like what is that? She was so hot. There's, a, there's an open field there. She was. Ooh. I think that she was hot. As, <laughs> oh my as a blue God. person? He is not cute, though. Ugh. I love the, uh... <laughs> the Wiser Classic. The, well, I love the fact that they give Uhura, like, stuff to do, and she's this linguistics genius. Because in the original <laughs> series, this, even in the early episodes, she actually sits with, like, both hands holding her chin up, looking bored as hell for something yeah. to do. Her earrings light up like Christmas lights. She's so she's so important to the series that she we never find out her first name until the reboot. <laughs> yeah. You know what I found interesting is how they they said in all the interviews that the cast tried really hard not to emulate the previous cast, but at the same time they had to stay true to that character. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and there were so many things that I don't know intentional or not. That literally, it was like looking at the old cast, like there, like at yeah. the way even that Chris Pine sits in the captain. Chris Pine's in the last scene. Yeah. In the last it scene of this Kurt. movie, in the last scene of this movie, he does a William Shatner impression. And he Dan- does a perfect William Shatner. Well, it's the thing perfect. is, perfect. Danielle, uh, Danielle, 
wasn't looking forward to the original series. She had seen a couple of episodes, and it, there's you know in the sixties shows just came across differently. <laughs> the box so, captain. Yeah, so it's so she, she wasn't looking forward to it, and then they did the remaster, the facts and stuff. So she she wanted to watch it. I just have to stop the cupcake moment right here. <laughs> <laughs> there are four of us, and one of you. Hey, farm boy. <laughs> uh, he just kind of pats him on the face. <laughs> I don't understand what you're talking about. He momentarily <laughs> forgot there would be another guy. Right? I was actually, like, looking for a cupcake. That's what, she, that's what he called the other guy. <laughs> the, the smile what? on his face right there. What a way to go. Wait, the boob touch is a cupcake moment? No, no, Jen, we'll explain it to you. Oh, ooh, that had to hurt. Ouch. Ouch. Oh, man. He should have, like, glass in his face. It's more of those lens, those, uh, lens flare. Um, Ew, he's got bloody knuckles. Yep. Captain oh. Christopher Pike. He is sweating profusely. Well, that's blood. Oh. Yeah, most up. people don't don't sweat red. Well, that's <laughs> well, I love that. Oh, that's that's attractive right there. I love that just the differences <laughs> when you um. When you look at the canon, you know, between Captain Pike and Captain Kirk and, and canon, and then the difference here, how he's like the mentor. And yeah. Why is it that even the hottest of guys can look hot with tissue stuffed in their nose? Jen, you are so easy. <laughs> I, it, it is. If I had a movie and I had, like, cotton up my nose, I would be ridiculous looking, and he's just still hot. <sighs> All bloody and everything. No, um, so Danielle was watching some, and she's watching the original series, and she's really getting into William Shatner, and he has some really funny lines, so she's liking the Captain Kirk character. And then we watched a clip on YouTube of Star Trek V, and she's like, okay, he seems like he's over the top in that one. I'm like, that's because he's doing a William Shatner, that's because he's doing a Captain Kirk impression at that point. He's so much time about, he's like, how do I do the role? And he watched all the old episodes, so he's actually imitating himself. (laughs) So after a while, Spock, there must be another way. This is Star Trek V. Just kind of write that one off. Isn't that the one that Bill actually directed? It's like yeah, the they gave Leonard three and four, and they're like, fine, we'll give you five, and they almost totaled the entire franchise. <laughs> it was so Six was good. Six was very good. So they four back. was best. Four was very good. So they brought back What's-His-Face, so I'm blanking again. Who this is my two? favorite soundtrack to four. Four is my first, and this is my second. I do love that line, too. Your father was a starship captain, captain for 12 for minutes. Him. He saved 800 lives. Mm-hmm. I dare you to do better. Yeah. Yeah. So there's one thing to make him actually, unless it's it's to dare him to, to say he can't do it. Right. To challenge him. Yeah. Well, it's the only thing that would get him moving. Which is nice, because in the original series, you know, the only time he ever talked to Captain Pike, he was like in a wheelchair and he could blink. If you would call that a wheelchair. <laughs> Hello, I'm got nobody. <laughs> He's still on the active role, so he could be like the judge in a court martial case too. Like blank one for yes and twice for no. How many fans were this. like, Oh my gosh, I want that salt shaker? Because <laughs> I did. I thought it was awesome at the end of this where they did have the, the uh call back to uh, the menagerie where he uh they actually have him in like the wheelchair at the end. 
Aaron mm-hmm. either, either has a little bit of buzzing on his end, or he is actually broadcasting live from a helicopter at the moment. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't want to tell you, but the, my secret agent job came and picked me. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> seriously, like, I've been lost in the woods every now and then. Like, if you try and drive far enough in Iowa, you're going to find the Starship Enterprise being built in the middle of a cornfield. <laughs> I just want to say that in the theater, by the time this scene came around and we get to see Dr. McCoy, I was like, Bones. Well, I love, I love the fact he's like, my ex, my wife took everything I had. Left, only left thing she left me was my bones. My bones. I'm like, oh, that <laughs> I was. I always wonder why I got that, that nickname. Great, right. great moment right here. Keep it. Cool ride. Here you go. Totally stole that from Tom Welling, but. <laughs> Oh, guys, gives Cupcake a little salute here. He's still got blood in his shirt. Yeah, seriously. They don't have laundromats. I laugh at that every time. (laughs) (laughs) And they all give him evil looks. They're all in uniform. He's got, like, blood drawn from the night before. (laughs) (laughs) Seatbelt, it's not... So speaking speaking of uh, of bones, um, again, how how did we feel about Carl Urban and the? Uh, I'm the in love with him too. He did a great job. My complaint. Now this is the first time I've actually watched the movie since I started in theaters. I haven't watched them Blu-ray yet. My complaint about his character. Oh, I'm sorry. I have to watch this. You have a complaint <laughs> about the writing. I feel like in the beginning of the movie, he has a lot to do, and then, the, like, the end of the movie, he's just, like, walking around the bridge going, mm, oh, mm, and he, he, he does <laughs> yeah. absolutely nothing for the second Yeah, episode. that's kind of true. <laughs> well, it's hard to keep everybody involved, and so much of the latter part of the movie is about getting Kirk and Spock yeah. in a, into a friendship. Mm-hmm. The early part of the movie is about getting Kirk and McCoy together, and then also, um, you know, obviously... Other stuff, well, all stuff. he was really good for in the original series was just kind of saying, damn it, Jim, I'm a, not a lawyer. I'm well, a no, he was the human character. I mean, Kirk is in the middle, and you've got the alien Spock, and you've got the human McCoy, and Kirk was kind of like the middle, uh-huh. you know, tiebreaker almost. And and he, I was watching an episode the other day where he had to, he almost was killed in the transport accident. He's like, oh, please, I'm always assuming that's going to happen when I step on the damn thing. <laughs> like, he's just like that crotchety southern dude so i think he carl here does a great job with the into that uh original theme right there light flare and did do y'all notice that the screen was dirty there <laughs> i didn't but uh, that's I'll, something I'll... that they wouldn't know right after filming because it was filmed <laughs> and you have to wait for it to be developed mm-hmm Spiky. Jen has done this before. Yeah, this is a, this is kind of a ridiculous de- design for a ship. Now, wasn't there a subplot here where they were captured by the Klingons or something, and it took them like twenty six years? To... I have no idea. Yeah, because like, where have they been for the past twenty six years? I just assume they were just Ew. floating around in space. They even mind his eyeballs weird looking. I thought that they. That they came out in slightly a different coordinates. Was that what it was? I think they reworked it. Originally, they were going to be, like, captured, and that's why he either had, like, a bruise or... There was some subplot. Someone looked this up. There was some subplot they were going to be captured, and that's why he was even more pissed at Spock, because he's just a very angry man. Okay, tell me this about Romulan history. Are they born with, like, individual tattoos, like fingerprints? No, No, that would be new. 
For this movie, there was nothing ever about anything right. about Romulans being tattooed. I mean, the difference here is they're trying. This is an alternate universe. So in th- in in the in the prime universe, in the universe from all the other movies and all the other TV shows, about ten years after Voyager ends, so ten years after the current timeline, Romulus blows up. So Romulus in 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 the, in the regular timeline is destroyed, and Spock disappears. But everything else is supposed to be exactly the same. Every female, I'm sorry, I just have to. (laughs) (laughs) And half the men too. It's the 23rd century. (laughs) This is great here from Star Trek too. No one passed the Kobayashi Maru. (laughs) Yeah, because now I'm thinking like, yeah, Star Trek Six. They thought that that one girl was Vulcan, but she wasn't. She was Romulan. Who's that? Sexy green girl. Aaron she is actually from the original away. series, isn't she? She is. Um, Fun fact: they had they they painted um, it was Susan Oliver. They painted her green in the original series, and every time they sent spent sent the uh, film to be developed, it came back and she looked perfectly normal. And they couldn't figure out why the green they, wasn't. Well, they couldn't figure out the, why the green wasn't coming across. And then they realized that the guy didn't know he, who was developing the film didn't know he, she was supposed to be green, so they kept like recoloring it to make her look normal. <laughs> and they had to like keep painting her over and over, and they couldn't figure out what was happening. Well, wasn't wasn't Spock supposed to be green? He was supposed, he was he was green tinted because he has the green blood. But they yeah. kept having they kept trying to recolor him wrong. In the original series. They did yeah. something, yeah. He was supposed to be Martian in one. Well, James just came in and informed me that the tattoos are something they put in the prequel comic, comics, and they are a sign of mourning oh, that yeah. is explained before them. Because the difference huh. that you have is, other than, this is supposed to be the original, like, everything before the Romulans' arrival. So everything before... um Kirk's father dying was supposed to be exactly the same, but obviously, the, you know, the ship is bigger and, and there's different technologies. So there's differences, but the, the, the Romulans are from our timeline, so they should look just like yeah. yeah. They do. I, I love <laughs> well, him here. Well, the apple so is a um, the apple is a comment <laughs> on Star Trek too, because Kirk is explaining to Savick Kirstie Alley how he cheated on the exam, and as he's telling her, he, she, he's just chomping on an apple. So that was the yeah. Little, and then, oh, the I didn't camera. know that he was chomping. God, he's so smug. It's hot. I, I forgot. He reminds about that me. Star Trek he, it reminds me of Tim Allen in uh, Galaxy Quest. All right, we're gonna go to um, Reculo Two. <laughs> Fire, and, um, Red Potter, the best Fire. <laughs> Let that whole thing go right open. He's breaking open the beer or whatever the hell this is. Let's go ahead and plug our future. Big that chair Episode for Galaxy Quest. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's do that. The chair he is sitting in would hold like a four hundred pound. Well, maybe they have chunky yeah. cadets, <laughs> so you have to be. Look prepared. at that! That's huge. You have to be compared for all. <laughs> Red blinky guns to full power. <laughs> <laughs> Blue blinky guns. Stand by in case we run out of red blinky guns. <laughs> is there a trash can in here? <laughs> One photon each. We don't want to waste ammunition. We don't want to waste ammo. <laughs> 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 Best link ever. And he's like, Pah. I think that might be the funniest, ep- the fun- funniest scene in the movie by far. <laughs> no, the the vaccination scene has to be. Well, the fact oh, that Spock good. programmed the damn thing. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> I have been defeated in combat. I don't know. <laughs> okay, 
And well, he's wearing black, too. Well, the other thing, too, was they always had intended to do a Star Trek movie about the Academy where Kirk and Spock meet, and they always shot it down. This is in, like, the 80s and 90s. They always shot it down yeah. as being the worst idea ever. They finally filmed the damn thing, and because they waited so long, it was the best movie. It's Tyler <laughs> Perry! It's, it's, it's Rear Admiral Tyler, Tyler Perry. I love his movies. Wouldn't it be great if they had uh, George Takai up there going, Oh, my. Oh, <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they're not wearing onesies anymore. I was a commander already. That blows my mind. Yeah. Well, the thing, the, the thing that's a little implausible here too is is Kirk starts the thing like just having graduated from high school and the ends the thing as the captain of the Enterprise. Like how many? Like how few senior people do you have on board that custodian <laughs> is now the acting captain? She's mm-hmm. green. She's like the only non-human in the academy. This is supposed to be the military, right? Uh, yes. It's a good thing that they don't have like hair regulation. Have you noticed? Like, well, the, the thing about the, like, I'm just cracking up about the Orion girl because you can spot her in the entire crowd because she's like right. the blob of blue, of uh, green in the front corner. Green. Yep. A captain cannot cheat. Death. There's so much history between these two characters in the movies that they're. Yeah. Well, one of the advantages I think of them doing the the reboot, of course, is that they can, well, they can, they can, they can sort of disregard the thirty years previous, but they also, you know, all that is in everything they do. Well, say you, it's what would have happened if. I mean, they're sort of presumably going to be the same people they otherwise would have been if the same things yeah. happened. And this is so underhanded here. I mean, you're going after. Well, you and you, th- you think about facial hair. Uh, I don't know. It's yeah. like it's like don't they have to because evil Spock has a yeah, yeah he has a go to <laughs> evil Spock yeah but you, that's the thing you don't go he goes after Kirk's dad there you know as a weapon and you know well you wonder how this, how this hearing went the first time around because you know there was a similar hearing where in the in the original universe yep. and obviously it wasn't interrupted by the Romulan <laughs> ship but also could uh, what what did Spock say to Kirk did he just and, say I like him yeah. Oh, that's mm-hmm. definitely AU. <laughs> I think it would be confusing if all of the medical staff wore the same clothes as the army. They should be in blue or something. They just yelled out regular one, which is a nod to Star Trek Two. there. Yeah. Bones is pretty good looking, too. In the original series, he, he was about 20 years older than Jim was. You know it's bad when there's like a war declared. They need everyone you can stand to go in the army. Like, hey, not you. <laughs> we're, yeah. We're, yeah. we're not that desperate yet. <laughs> You're grounded, dude. See that blue line on his head, Ryan? The blue line on whose head? Never mind. On, on Kirk's head. Kirk's head. That right there. That. Yeah. That's film. Me. Okay. That's film. <laughs> oh come on! You can't do it. <laughs> just look at him go, dang. Come with me if you want to live. Oh, wait. I thought, um. What the hell is that thing on that woman's head? <laughs> the hair, hairstyle. Oh, that's terrible. Ooh, she's not happy. Now, here's the thing. Whenever a war is declared, don't they usually have crews already? It's not like they have to, like, empty out, like, the. Yes, but, um. I think in this, especially in the case of the Enterprise here, it hadn't been launched yet. Sure. So it, it wouldn't have had a, anything more than a caretaker crew. I just love how they're involved here. The only mm-hmm. thing, and everyone was saying that there was no um, 
history between them on Star Trek, but that's actually not true. If you watch some of the early episodes of the original series, there's definitely a few with the scenes between these two that have like a subtext in them. Hmm. Yep, uh, N- uh, Charlie X has one, and uh, The Man Trap, actually, two of the first episodes. Right here. <laughs> Ouch! He's <laughs> <laughs> like, Dr. Strangelove over there. <laughs> like the worst friend ever. <laughs> hey, he gets him on the ship. <laughs> Look at him there. <laughs> There's a call back here earlier where, and it's a second where he says, I'm going to throw up on you. Yeah, no. <laughs> Throw up on your shoes. He's definitely not a senior medical officer. This is this is where the movie really got good for me because I was uh, this this was so reminiscent of the um, approach to uh, to the ship in the in the first couple. Of movies. <laughs> well, it's like a better version of it. In the first couple of movies took him like half an hour to park the car. <laughs> it's like, the first movie, especially they took him like I don't know. Oh my like god, they took four victory pan. laps. They wanted to show off their their shiny new model they had built back exactly. then. Exactly. I watched it with Danielle. She's like, does Scotty keep missing the port? Like, he keeps slipping <laughs> around. <laughs> what do you think of the Enterprise? Aaron? Yes. What do you think? <laughs> Speaking. What do you think it's of the Enterprise? It's great. Yeah, what he said. Wow, we're talking about the ship, right? Yes. Oh yeah, I, I thought it was good. It was it was a good update to the to the model. Yeah. Uh, it didn't it didn't need to be exactly the same as before. Anybody who who thought it did is well ridiculous. Yeah. There you go. I think they. I like that you can see all the little things inside. Yeah. That's, That's cool. They have a great deal of pipes on this ship. It's a very different redesign. When <laughs> the call dropped earlier, I was talking about a Mystery Science Theater episode where they, they had a, a bad science fiction movie that was similarly designed, and they were just making fun of it the whole time. And I was always thinking when I was watching this about how it reminded me of that movie as well. Well, it's bizarre, the inside of the ship, because it's like half of it is just pipes, and 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 like in engineering, there's water running through the thing. I still haven't figured that thing out. I mean, it's... It's interesting because they tried to make it look like the sixties one did and make it be very flamboyant and look like Carol Brady could cook in there, but at the same time make it look futuristic and I love this yeah. bridge. I think it is so cool looking. I mean the chair matches very well. I think the even just the the color choices, like Chekhov chair oh I'm sorry, I just remembered I forgot to watch flashback this week. Flash forward this week. <laughs> um you know, the chair colors and well, when you look out the view screen, like uh-huh. it looks like three dimensional. It's not just like yeah. black with dots. Like, uh, look at that. That's awesome. But on the same hand, if they yeah. had to design a spaceship today, there's no way in hell it would look like this. One I feature have- I do like is when you look out the window, you can see the front of the saucer section because that's always pissed me off in Star Trek. Why can't you <laughs> see the front of the ship? Whoops. Three, two, two one. <laughs> <laughs> did you leave the parking brake on? <laughs> yeah. I don't know why it doesn't work. I love this with Spock. This is me trying to release a pull tonight. Why isn't it working? <laughs> okay, what was that alien? I've never seen it and never will again. <laughs> <laughs> Sulu broke the ship. He broke the bloody ship. 
Are you sure you have your license? The uh, the the techno babble here is is totally nonsensical, but it works. And as much as it's techno babble, well, it's Galactica based. It's Galactica based. He essentially he essentially <laughs> he essentially left the parking brake on in the air. But it reminds me of in Star Trek Five where um they go check off and Sulu go on vacation together, and they get lost, and they're like the ultimate navigator. Good gracious, the nurse like. They do have the sixties little dresses that oh, go yeah. to their butts. That's so horrible. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> <laughs> whiz kid, what's your name? Look how fast they're going. I love Antoine. Whatever his name is. He's not the worst captain ever, you Russian dude. Whatever your name is. I love this one. He'd be sued for harassment. Oh, that Majel Barrett. Majel Barrett, right before she died, filmed that. He is yeah. such an amazing actor. I don't know if y'all have seen, like, House of D or uh, Charlie Bartlett. He is awesome. I love this kid. I need to see Charlie Bartlett. I haven't seen him yet. Aaron, and I don't know about you. When, when I went to the theater, everyone cheered during that scene. Yeah. For uh, Majel Barrett there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about the, the uniform. The, the like netting cover thing. I'm not sure if I'm. I a think fan it's a good because it it's it's looks cool enough. But also, you've got the the black one on beneath it. And it looks, it's also more futuristic looking. Fiber yeah, than just maybe not, so. Thank you I just for your time. Sold on it yet? I think that, uh, one of the things I like about this movie too is it's well, it does maintain that style. Yeah. Of this, of the six. Good God, man! <laughs> oh, look at his hands. Cortisone. <laughs> <laughs> I like that they actually like showed what Chekhov's job was because before I really didn't have a clue. What he did. He's a. Uh, He's the communication. He no, tells he's us what's going on. He, he works the computer, right? <laughs> No, that's a hurrah. Yeah, he's the navigator. He aims the ship and Sulu drives it. I've never understood why you need two people. To... Will you stop jabbing me with needles? Stop it! <laughs> what is this room here? Is like, this the what is the purpose of the boiler room? What is the purpose of boiler? Well, you love the fact that there's 4,000 people who work below decks. It's He's nice. like, look at his hands. It's nice to know the 4,000 other people on the ship who don't work on the bridge have cubicles where they can go and work. <laughs> That's hilarious. You can I'm done. I can fix that. My time. I can fix that. This thing is really creepy. This scene that comes up, I think yeah. it's so cool. Well, and how they Vulcan filmed is it is even cooler. Well, it's fast. It's like a Battlestar twist on Star Trek. Winona. You know, what would Star Trek have been like if Earth were destroyed or Vulcan Okay, if we walked outside and saw that, I would be like... <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, I hate Texas. Well, no, the other thing is... I think that was... Aww. Was that Vasquez Rock in the background? The rock that... You know, the big pointy erectile-shaped rock that Captain Kirk runs up half of the original series? I think that was out the window there. <laughs> run! Run! Run, run! Catch him! What are you doing on the bridge? I'm Spock. I'm a harass. Gosh, the scene is just beautiful.
Spock is su- such a sucker. He kind of is. <laughs> I think he has something in his teeth in this scene. Which, unfortunately, they couldn't see at the time because they used film. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and he even has the blue eyeshadow like Leonard used to. Have y'all noticed that? He does. Oh, yeah, he is wearing blue I, eyes. I wear a similar yeah. shade, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 47 Romulan, or 47 Klingon ships, 47 appears in every incarnation of Star Trek. It's like, save the cheerleader, save the world, bad yep. wolf, and 47. I have a thing for sideburns. Maybe that's why all these people in feature are sexy. They all got sideburns. Look. It's true, they do have those things. They, it's hot. Even gray there over there is cute. I love this. My girlfriend would seem to agree with him other <laughs> for that reason. <laughs> I like emotional Spock. He's tormented and angsty. This Uhura can speak yes, other sir. languages. Our Uhura knew how to make phone calls. Yeah. <laughs> I know I've seen her in something. To- Great scene in the Star Trek Six where they're running sleepy through the Klingon books. <laughs> oh yeah, two dual archer. We is transporting things and supplies. Things <laughs> and supplies. Hopefully, he found the parking brake. They're gonna look at each other. Such I wonder if they all did, they did, didn't they? They all do the, like, shaky lean to the right, lean to the left. Yeah. <laughs> they may have had this bridge on gimbals like they did uh, for Voyager. Oh, it's a they had, really? They had, they had the Voyager bridge on gimbals so they could actually shake it. I have to point out how much just the effects have, have gone up. I was watching with Danielle tonight, Errand of Mercy, the original series episode, where the Klingons first appear for the first time and the Enterprise gets attacked. And Sulu and the helms and the navigator do the thing where they like extend their arms over the helm station and shake them back and forth, like, oh, and that's basically their version of the ship. Really has yeah. come oh, yeah, we've come a long oh, yeah. way. Yeah. Oh my goodness, we've never seen this. That is creepy. If and I the cargo that, ship has now taken out the Federation fleet. <laughs> well, they have the tattoos, you know. Okay, from port nacelles, how many nacelles do you have that you're transferring power? Yeah, really. Oh, all those people. Do you think they're dead, or do you think they just kind of got cracked? One of my. Yeah, that's why Bones is now senior and medical officer, right? Yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> One of the th- one of the one of the problems I did have with this movie, and it's a problem I had with most of the movies, is they they ramp up the technical techno babble to the point where it's meaningless. Yeah, I, yeah. In, in the in the series, at least, they tend to keep it under control to the point where they try to keep some consistency. But in the movie, they just seem to say whatever makes whatever sounds cool at the time. Exactly. Well, that's why I love. Um about, like, Bell Sarkalactic and stuff like that, they're like, the hull is really thick. We think it will hold. Oh, I can understand that. That makes perfectly reasonable sense to me. It's not yeah. like, the tachyons are building up. I am a cargo captain <laughs> who hates Vulcans. Do you think yep. the Romulans are colorblind? Because <laughs> everything that you see on the Romulan ship is them looking at green. Everything. It's like Krypton. <laughs> Flickered. 
I need to shave. That would be great if, like, just to make it even stranger, if, like, What's-Her-Face showed up and was like, save the cheerleader, save the world. (laughs) (laughs) Why is he, like, shaking back and forth and turning green? Confused. They have a really crappy camera on their ship. So yeah. I, I kind of got that he was holding it. Oh, God, it's a webcam. I guess I'll go, even knowing I'll turn into a box for a while. Advanced Santa Hat Combat. That's a great shot there from outside the window. He has. Yeah. Well, it's the stupidest design ever. Put your command center in a giant bubble on the top of the ship with a on window the top to of shoot the ship, out. yeah. Hey, it's bulletproof glass. Come on. Bulletproof at least, glass. At least the next generation is not literally <laughs> Wonderful. That's exactly what we were hoping for. Bulletproof. <laughs> when he tries to shoot them with a gun, they'll be fine. <laughs> well, if the, like, what was it on five or, which one did Kirk die on? Seven? Six, Seven. whatever. Seven. They, like, Seven. have the, like, the uh, force filled like bubbles the hole to where the oxygen is still in, so it doesn't really matter, right? Yeah, but the guy in the room died. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, you know. It's like you'll die in a car accident, but your car Look, might survive. The big survive. red bubble of blob. Oh, it's red matter. I don't know what red matter is. Aaron? Isn't it weird that it like goes in before they um put the needle in? It was like, no, no, don't touch me. See, now everything's red. You guys there? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, this guy's brilliant, Pike. Without transporters, we can't beam. <laughs> really. Without engines, we can't go. It's uh, Captain Obvious. Was Spock really his first officer? Well, yeah, commander. I guess he was. Yeah. Well, you know, if you if you consider what Pike says early in the movie that he could have his own ship within four years of graduating the academy, okay, Spock could Spock could have been just a couple years older and been close to that, right? Yeah. That's what I just assumed anyway. I I, I right. love how they yeah. in the AU they do throw it off and they have Spock be the captain and Kirk be the first officer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that Pike kind of like. <laughs> Great shot right there. Is the, the eyebrow, the eyebrow <laughs> raised down right there? But that's always what happened in, in the original series. Kirk would take like the entire crew and then leave Spock to like. <laughs> bigger well, and rescue is, them. Well, it's the thing on Deep Space Nine when the crew goes off in the Defiant for the week. Who the hell's on the ship? Like they, leave, they there's no one left on Deep Space. Like Quark is in command. Uh, <laughs> Ops Quark speaking. Like it's like hell. Okay, this is one of those this, things that literally I had no idea what was coming and was like open mouth when I figured it out. <laughs> and oh, then the, again, the, the I space actually, I am actually believing at this point that they're plummeting towards the planet. <laughs> I'm sorry. At this point, I was just I was just laughing hysterically because I knew that Olsen was going to die horrifically very shortly. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's, Kirk, it's Kirk, Sulu, and Olsen in red. Olsen, 
Hold There's all great... the shit we need to survive. Thank you. I can't believe y'all know no his name. Be Kirk, Spock, McCoy, and it's a Ricky. Well, it's, it's like Galaxy <laughs> Quest. It's like, I'm not going to live. What's my name? I don't have a name. <laughs> Isn't it fantastic how they how they film them falling? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, that's it's the flagship so... of the Federation on the left, and that's a Romulan cargo ship on the right. This continues to... And then well, they fly up? Consider Two, how much bigger the Enterprise one. D is than the Enterprise. Well, no, this ship is even bigger than the original. This, this ship is probably the size of the Enterprise D. Technically, that should have given them, like, whiplash. They, like, slammed oh, that. Yeah. Jen, this is something I could picture you doing. Uh, no. <laughs> Jen, you had difficulty. Jen, for those of you, I know this is a very, you know, serious moment right now. We're trying to save the planet Vulcan. But Jen had to mow her lawn today. And she told people that she was going to put gas. At first, she tried to pour gas into her lawnmower using a milk carton because she didn't have. No, I was trying other. to go get gas and put it in the milk carton because I couldn't find yeah, the gas. Yeah, she's trying to try pour the gas into the milk carton. And she didn't have you been that. taking gas lessons from Death Row? Well, they told me I wasn't allowed to like touch the. Seventeen lawn. people called Jen. Jen, I heard what you're doing. Stay away from the lawnmower. Yeah, my mom Do not like three times. <laughs> No. Like her mother, who like all, like her grandmother, who's like old and decrepit. So, I'll mow the lawn. Stay away. <laughs> Jen says I'm mowing the lawn today, and I went. Um, we're podcasting tonight. Are you sure you want to do that? My mom actually like suggested that we find one of those push cart lawnmowers because she said that I couldn't hurt myself with that if I was really determined to mow. Hold on, they're all they. It takes twenty seconds, and they're only a hundred meters closer. I just can't believe they're just standing well, there. Olsen's waiting, of course, until the last possible second, like a yuck. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's just we all knew he was going to die at this point. Yep, there goes the red shirt. Bye. He's His like, line, I'm just going to land on my head, and then I'll huh. pick it. His line, where he's like, I want to kick some, I can't wait to kick some Romulan ass, reminds me very much of the, the guy who's... In oh, here we go, here we go. Sorry. He is, like, psychologically not okay. Ow. How did Ouch. He, Ow. Oh, his legs are broken. His back is broken. <laughs> I'm sorry for laughing. Who the hell did that coming? <laughs> and, and you know, for a moment, that a guy just died. You know, it should, it should be a little more solemn. Everybody was laughing at that. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're all evil. Well, the my favorite this uh, second season episode of the original series called The Apple, where Kirk, Spock, McCoy, and five guys in red beam down to the alien jungle. <laughs> <laughs> Within Kirk, four Spock minutes, it's only Kirk, Spock, and McCoy left. If I were the security guys, I would wear blue uniforms just to try and... Just, uh, just, you, just you try. I love, Oh, this like, is good. Shoe the Sulu's parachute. This is falling. <laughs> Wonderful. Oops. This plan is brilliant. I love that he draws out his phaser to, to shoot him at close range when he could have just pulled out his phaser at the beginning. Yeah. Right. yeah. He's beating him with his helmet now. <laughs> it's very curious. Ah! <laughs> it's Sulu's just flopping around the damn thing. Oh, I'd be scared there. Oh. Hey, Ryan, does this remind you of spongy jumping? <laughs> what was that? Genie? I can't think of her name. Yeah, uh, remember. It's a comedian who sent me some of her stuff. That she, she's like 70 years old, and she and her husband were in Canada, and the Canadian uh, Tourist Association recommended that she go spongy jumping and jump like naked off the side of a cliff. Is that his sword is, one, like tangible and two, sharp. Because if it was me, I would like punch, and that thing would like 
like stick into it itself. Like, well, I love, I love how they sent Kirk. To, we need someone who's good at hand to hand combat. Send Kirk. He just got beat up at the local bar three years <laughs> yeah, ago. Seriously, <laughs> we know he does hand. He did take on four people and was holding his own for a, about twelve five, seconds. Ten seconds. Yeah, about twelve for, seconds. Yeah, for a second. Yeah. This is not going <laughs> to. I love how that's your last plan. I just love everyone who always falls off a cliff has like extremely good upper, <laughs> I love this you know, arm. Oh yeah, I'd last Sorry. for like I, I know, <laughs> my a fingers wouldn't. Half. Half. <laughs> <laughs> so it, ooh, he got cremated. Dude, brush your teeth, dude. Oh. Can you picture George Takei trying to film that? Like, now? <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. See those flint Those... <laughs> flints? <laughs> um... It's a good plan. Just shoot it until it stops working. Someone yeah, went to so college. Like ricochets back at him. What is yeah. making it hang from? Like, is it from the ship? Yep. Okay. I was thinking it was just like bobbing there between space and Earth or Vulcan. Green. Maybe it wasn't a cargo green. ship. Maybe it was a drilling ship. Because that would explain all the drilling. It was equipment. a mining ship. <laughs> that would make more sense. That would make more sense. I'm like, it doesn't seem like they have a lot of storage space. I love this scene coming up. Yeah, let's stand on the edge. I would be like backing up. Oh my god, she's got the afro. (laughs) 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 I love him. I love you. I love you. And Hedvig. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that Spock wouldn't already know that. I'm going to have to ask Chekhov. Yeah. What I like about this Spock is he moves with such authority. It is sexy. <laughs> the transporter in this alternate universe sucks, and you have to remain absolutely still for it to work. Why would you bother, yeah. like, talking to her? Come on. Exactly. Don't say lives. Go, go. And I love that he's the one in charge. He's like 17. Yeah. Well, he is, he is the Russian whiz kid, right? Yep. Well, I'm glad they made him the Russian whiz kid here, because like, on the original series, he was the kid who looked like the beetle, who <laughs> like, had the giant mop on his head. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Kirk, brilliant idea. There you go. Yeah, Kirk does things that wouldn't even cross my mind. Does he have a parachute on him? <laughs> does he have yeah, a parachute? He's all I ask. Parachute, I'd be like, well, bye. <laughs> yeah, because... I am trained. Oh. Jen can't mow her lawn, but I could jump <laughs> off the damn thing and grab the other person. Oh my goodness gracious! Like, like they that needed would... that probably. Like, yeah, Rip, yeah. Turn no around. I would say that they definitely did not get their money's worth from these parachutes. You're moving too fast. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll slow down. I can do this. I can do this. Oh, yeah, I love this. I do too. <laughs> I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. <laughs> he runs so great. Move, move, Run. move, I am Russian. Move, 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 move. His parents are actually Russian. Like, so his accent is... 
I'm, I'm thinking my mind right now is 32 feet per second per second. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, I can do this. Well, the good news is they're, they're at the, they have the, the farthest to fall of anywhere on the planet because they're right over the big hole. What I don't quite understand yet. is when they, what is this called? Transport? Um, why do they fall? <laughs> like that would, they would be having so much centrifugal force falling down. Yeah, they would like smash through the... That thing would be smashed. Although, excellent use of centrifugal force, Jen. I'm very impressed. Because <laughs> usually you're like, what? <laughs> like, that's really <laughs> what? good. I'm very impressed. You think I'm stupid. I, I love Spock. I will bend over. Energize. Dude, it was for the preview. <laughs> the trailer. Yes, yeah, one of those. Because bending over helped him a great deal at that moment. I would have been like, really? You couldn't have got me closer? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? You want me to run across? Run out. <laughs> How far is it away to go? And why is he not getting like, why don't we get to see him being pummeled by all the little rocks? <laughs> like, the rocks. Yeah, there's no way you could have run up that rock face without falling several times. There's an episode of Next Generation where Picard and Riker and Picard's ready room, and you start to hear this little noise in the background. And you're like, do you hear that? Is that like an alarm going off? And they go on the bridge, and there's like poison gas being pumped into the bridge. And they, thank God they heard the alarm, but there's like 20 people on the bridge. Like, were they just all going to sit there and die if Picard hadn't come out of his office to check on them? It just reminds me of this. Like, seriously, like... They're just sitting there praying around the thing. The, the world is ending. Oh, we must go then. Like, what they we... were trying to get warmth from, like, the fire. I didn't know. <laughs> like, were you just going to, they were cold. Weren't you going to, like, were you just going to sit there? Um. Looking volume. I'm sorry, but her boots are the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Don't move. Turn around. She knows. Goodbye. He could have, like, reached out and grabbed her before. Oh, sounds like right Oh, Spock, I'm gonna cry. Poor Spock. Yeah. I love that, that everyone's watching and everyone gets it. And it's horrible. And he can't even look at him. Like, he just has to look away. Mm-hmm. He feels responsible. Oh. Yeah, but nobody else could have got him, any of them off the planet. Well, Sorry. don't fran or anything, Dad. Your wife just died. <laughs> How many more lives could they have saved if they had just stood around looking at each other? <laughs> exactly. There's still, <laughs> still people down there. Hello? Hello? <laughs> oh. <laughs> They're calling the Enterprise. Please help us. We're sorry. We're grieving right now. <laughs> <laughs> I love this right here. I forgot what this is. Oh. Captain's along with Spock. Yeah. This is so sad. It is very sad. I think it really brings it the the whole movie to a new level. Before you know, it's yeah, sure his his dad dies, Spock or Kirk's dad dies a little early, and there's a few changes. But this, I'm really, a member of an endangered species. Well, I was shocked by this because no one expected. I think going into this movie, nope. the Vulcan would be like, well, because Vulcan we knew- would be destroyed. It, it, it's the whole fabric of 
it, it literally, it would be like if you did Battlestar Galactica. You just said there's 30,000 people left. Here's your Federation. It changes the whole dynamic of everything. I mean, Vulcan's yep. everything. Mm-hmm. I love this scene particularly. And I love that he gives himself one one tiny moment to grieve. Yeah. But then he can't do it. And I love how he walks out. He's just suddenly Spock again. <sighs> this is... I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. To me, this is so Harry Jinnian after the end. <laughs> I knew you were going to bring it around somehow. <laughs> well, there we go, folks. <laughs> I knew you were going to somehow try and do that. He just can't. Does it remind you of the part where Harry's entire culture has been wiped out? <laughs> I was going to say it reminds me of Harry and Ginny and, and Backwards of Purpose. Right? Exactly. <laughs> and they have many wonderful biracial children. <laughs> and, uh, that's, uh, that's not Backwards Oh, I'm sorry. I knew that was um, Power of... That's a uh, uh, power truth, yeah. I swear, to God, I swear to God I'm liberal. Everybody. In every scene, her earring is the exact same earring, but different color. Colors. What? Oh, really? I think in every shot. I'm like, why would they No, every time they show her, she's wearing the same earring, but a different color. How many times have you watched this movie that you picked up on that? I just picked up on it this time because I started looking at her earrings. It was red before, and then I think it was green. Do you see? It's like Krypton. Superman would, like, die That'd be great if every scene he had, like, one extra tattoo. <laughs> well, he grieved that day more. Come on. Now, here's a question for you. Why didn't they just use the SETI eels? They, they instead, <laughs> so they came up with something totally new that does the same thing. Can you actually tattoo your lip? Let's try it. <laughs> Imagine that would be even more painful. Well, if they bring Khan back in the next one, he can bring Somebody needs to, like, get a bucket. They are having serious plumbing issues. Oh, so that's film right there. No, yeah. No, no, that's digital. You just told me it was film. You can't, like, film a holograph because, Ryan, they don't exist. Oh, for, I know that, Jennifer, but what I'm what? saying was the shot before that. <laughs> My god, it's like me when I put Puffwab tonight and it didn't work. <laughs> Don't tell me I did it update it. I know I updated it. I'm imagining you in a box wheelchair. <laughs> Blink once for yes and twice for no, Christopher. He had like red, yellow, and red, green light. Beep, beep, beep. Well, now he's got those dots around his fore, around his head. I didn't notice the dots before. Do you think he like had a cigarette like yeah, burn his I head? This movie has to, you know, even if you look past the fact that you know. Vulcan wasn't destroyed in, in the Prime timeline. They destroyed Romulus in this movie. Yeah. And look, he actually has Vulcan ears in this side, but the other side, it looks like his lever gnawed his ear off or something. Well, and, uh, it's interesting because something See? like this. Yeah. I felt a bit hungry today. Ugh, that is icky. This part grosses me out more than anything. I cannot handle bugs in, like, the Matrix. I can't handle this. Why do people do this? Danielle found a bug in her apartment the other day. It people out. Star Trek 2. I literally cannot watch them put that thing in the ear. Oh, now he has to swallow it. It's just disgusting. Oh, 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 oh. (laughs) 
Oh, no. Yeah, you just shiver. <laughs> Don't you think if you have, like, you know, a military structure where there's, like, codes to the defense and that and stuff, you shouldn't tell every single captain in the fleet in case something like this happens? Please, yeah. Captain of the Flagship. Yeah. What weirds me is there's not more security on the bridge. It's like anyone who's anyone can walk in. Exactly. Like, what happened? Well, look how Kirk got there. Yeah, seriously. What happened? This is like, like this is Bones now, the entire thing. This doesn't make sense, but why? And he just walks around the bridge. I'm a doctor. I'm not a strategist. 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 (laughs) Oh, God, this is the one where they're like, this is an alternate timeline, for those of you wondering. Well, there were idiots watching this movie, Ryan. At least I they took needed the to be time for <laughs> <laughs> Well, Previously. that makes sense, because watching this scene, I was like, oh. This, this, uh, this set, scene right here is for the benefit of those who had never seen any kind of Star Trek episode dealing with time ever before. Because mm-hmm. anybody who had seen even one would probably be able to figure out what's going on. I'm one of the people who kind of love the the Spock and Kirk relationship. Like, you mean the leather relationship or the one that the rest of us enjoy? <laughs> I think both. I think there's definitely. I think there's definitely. You know, it could go either way. You, you mean know. this is like an AU timeline? Yeah, an alternate like, reality. They could get together. It could be hot. Who walks around saying we live in an alternate reality right now? Um. Well, they're in an alternate reality. They all have to grow, grow goatees now. But you know, if they didn't take time to explain this, I would be griping about how we, how are we supposed to know what's going on? Like, I'd be great to find the characters right there. Was like, is that why we're still wearing bell bottoms? <laughs> Do you remember, um, Aaron, the Next Generation episode, Face of the Enemy, where Troy was captured by the Romulans and she was surgically altered to oh, yeah. like a Romulan admiral. And the thing was, she had to give the codes to the Federation Defense Net to get them through. And I'm like, really? The therapist knows the codes to the Federation Defense Net. It just reminds <laughs> me of this one. Really, Kirk? You're going to take on, like... I'd say he lasted longer against the Romulans. Yes. <laughs> oh, God, they dump him out the airlock. I know. This was, I know. This was this kind of ridiculous hard. here. Yes. Well, the other thing, too, is this is the um, planet right next to Vulcan, apparently, and it's the same name as the planet from the original truck pilot where no man has gone before, which, which took place on, like, the other side of the galaxy, so unfortunately that. What would Spock would have, what would he have done if, like, that ugly creature thing killed Kirk? Like, seriously. He would have cried <laughs> some more, Jen. I don't know. He, he would have cried as much as he did when his mother died. Hey, Aww. he like he did his forehead in her neck for like a second. That is definitely mourning if ever I saw it. He's like Spock is a prick. <laughs> Literally, how would you climb out of that? That thing would be slick. He doesn't even have a hat. <laughs> like that's or gloves. Ridiculous. You can Kirk's tell just that hardcore. Snow. I had to walk out to my shed yesterday and it was cold. I'm like, <laughs> real snow doesn't stick to your shoes like that, does it? He's at Rurapente. Oh. Jen and I wouldn't really know pretty. because they both live too far south to see any kind of real hey, snow. Hey, I had snow this year. We had a whole foot for the first time. It was record-breaking. Uh, I just love the fact okay. that you went to New York City to look for snow, and it was snowing at your house for the first time in 25 years. 
I know. I've been no longer because I've never coat? seen snow in my lifetime. <laughs> Delta Vega. <laughs> I would want to snow. <laughs> Brother call 49.09. When I was in New York, my face literally burned because it was cold. Like, I can't imagine he's going to have, like, wind burn. Oh, yeah. please, it was 45 degrees. You were a pansy. Thank God for Carol's <laughs> scarf. And then, you know, they're not going to be able to hear him because the wind noise is going to take away everything he said. This is when you start running, you moron. Seriously. Yeah, don't stand there and look at it. <laughs> well, maybe he thinks he can, like, get a ride. <laughs> Do you mind not eating? Where's my saddle? I'm oh, about okay. to start, like, sobbing like a baby. And I and love that they actually enough. used a 10-year-old to run so it would look more... Frantic, or I can't remember. What you know what I watched the said. other day? I don't know if anyone listening to this watches. Well, I'm sure they do. Um, the West Wing. There's a episode where the president is in a wheelchair, and his, his really um, big boned aide has to pick up Marvin Sheen and carry him down the stairs of Air Force One. And to film it, they got like a middle aged guy to carry a child in a suit down the stairs, <laughs> so it looked the same. Because that thing well, is like creepy. the Lord of the Rings found like the shortest people on the planet to, and some of the tallest. And some. Like seriously, tallest. there's no way this is legal, Spock. You can't just dump people here. <laughs> yeah, seriously, it's, it's kind of real. It, this is this is probably the the most. Yeah. yeah, you gotta kind of suspend disbelief. Well, they also moved Delta yeah. Vega. I mean, I know it's an I, alternate reality, but you moved a planet. Just call it something else. I thought he was you know, gonna like fall through the water. They they made yeah. it seem. We're about to have the coolest oh. moment. You're about to hear ultra geek Ryan come out. This this creature is too clover filled for me. I cannot deal with it. Now, see now, Jen. Thank you for saying that because I I I, I totally saw the the clover field crap in this. Here we go. Well. Yeah, JJ didn't try too hard to make it, but you know what? That creature's creepy. I would not want that thing after me. Well, you know what? I oh, too yeah. would be scared off by the side of Leonard Nimoy with a stick of fire. Burr. I am Here we go. I mean, boy, scary man. Total silence in the theater when I watch. I do moment. not know what I think yeah. about the zipper hood that like creases over to oh, give him like, the fur look coat. Look at them right there. Oh, <laughs> T Kirk, your face is very wrinkly. <laughs> oh, I love this. Good. If I were Chris Pine, I would have like peed my pants before yeah. filming this. <laughs> he probably yeah, is right he... there. He's wearing a heavy coat. <laughs> Him and Zachary Quinto are the only two that really even have a scene with Leonard Nimoy, aren't they? Yeah. Well, I guess Simon Pegg does. I am Spock. Kirk is like that's deep. Bullshit. I love that. Bullshit. <laughs> well, this is just so great because they didn't have a ever have a goodbye scene in. Can it, their last scene together was Star Trek Six. It was the scene yeah. um, when they're in Kirk's cabin talking about how old they are and if they passed their prime. Can I just say that they are in a freaking igloo and that fire would not warm them <laughs> up? I would be like in it, huddled, like please burn me to keep me warm. I believe that you would do that, Jen. Yes, I would. <laughs> I love He's this. He's like walking around. You His ears should have frostbite. Sue, does he not have the most gorgeous colored eyes? He does. Besides. I love this right here. This would be easier. (laughs) This is really cool. I didn't know Spock could do this. It's like superpowers. It's interesting at this point, though. Again, he's like 250-something years old. 
260 maybe? Uh, Are you no, he'd probably be pushing to, they usually die around 200, so he's probably about 160, 170. I didn't know Vulcans lived that long, yeah, really? Sarah, yeah, Sarah died around 200, Spock was 100, probably. Something. Well, no, he's actually probably younger than that, because he was... No, I think you're, no, I think you might be 160, because I, 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 I got the, just added 100. Even um, like 100. I remember, yeah. I think, I think McCoy's 148 and counter at Farpoint. So that makes it even more poignant for him to look back and find someone that he knew because everyone he knows would be dead. Yeah, everything. Yeah, and like everything in this. Well, they do really weird things in like the fan and in the in the books and stuff where they still have Uhura alive like a hundred years later. It's like um, how you do that. Yeah. Uh, Well, maybe she was Vulcan too. Well, you know they have they have better you know medicines and stuff. I mean, uh, McCoy is alive and kind of like in it. But at some point, like your brain dissolves. I mean, at some point. they can't extend life. That's icky. I don't want to talk about it. I apologize. It's a podcast. <laughs> I don't want to talk I anymore. You can't talk about your brain turning to mush after you get over 100. That's not what I said. <laughs> <laughs> That's what went through my head. <laughs> I kind of like that his ship looks like a fish. Really? The last of the Empire is a mining ship? <laughs> yeah. Yep. He's a bubble. Star Trek is totally reinvented, but black holes are supposed to be. <laughs> Fly into the black hole yeah. would never show up on any. Uh, like I like it. I like the idea better than like let's go towards the sun and lasso around Drive it. Drive very, very. Sling fast. yourself in. <laughs> I'm still not used to the Blu-ray and the surround sound. It's starting to freak me out when voices come at the other end of the room. <laughs> Danielle and I were watching on. Um, Side of Paradise last night where um, spores, the alien plants are infecting the crew and making them all giddy and Spock gets infected and he's swinging from a tree yelling to Kirk <laughs> that was like coming from the other end of my house. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's walking out very slowly. Oh. Why did he fall? Yeah. You know, I don't think they did a very good job in makeuping that guy's age. Like, to me, he didn't look that much older. Yeah. Good um, shot right here, so. Yeah, that lens flare made it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that he has tears. It makes his eyes even more beautiful. <laughs> Ah, you're gorgeous. Yeah. I think that's cool, don't y'all? That emotional transference thing. The the mm -hmm. Vulcan mind melt. As far as the mind melt, yeah. It was good, because I think it it helped... Kirk realized that, that Spock was just another person instead of a, almost like a robot. Well, it gave the audience. Yeah. Yes, Spock does feel, even if he doesn't show. Yeah. They do a great yeah. uh, moment with my. Well, obviously, Spock's most famous mind meld will be the one he has with McCoy uh, in Search or Two. Always, John Luke Picard mind melds with Sarek when Sarek is nearing the end of his life mm-hmm. to give Sarek some emotional stability and, and Spock. Um, uh, I'm sorry, and Sarek, and, and, and well, Sarek gets the, the stability, and, and Picard breaks down. But then 
when Zarek dies, um, Spock is able to mime out the card and, and see his father and see things from his father's perspective. This is what I mean. He just walks mm-hmm. around the bridge. The rest of the movie. Wait, really Spock does. was on Picard? Yeah. What? Yeah, Spock was in The Next Generation. So I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, How Picard. many episodes? Yeah, two. Just two. It was, it, was a, it, was, it was this arc where he was, uh, he was trying to... Um, he was on Romulus, actually. Yeah. Which, unfortunately, in this episode, you know, his mission apparently fails. This well, guy so, did such a good job catching uh, Bones' speech. My God, man. Yeah, like he does it well. <laughs> he does it. That was my complaint when I first started. McCoy was so great in the beginning of it. You know, just like the whole, all the scenes with Kirk and everything. And by the end, he seemed like to be doing like a DeForest Kelly impression and everything. This, uh, uh Zachary Quinto, I thought they, they were the Spock very, uh, Spock Goblin times. See, I don't think that's fair, Ryan, because, because DeForest Kelly, he did such a, uh, he was so, like, there's not been a lot of people that, that talks like him or acts like him or looks like him. So how would you be Bones without, like, bringing some aspect? Well, of- say, well you're, look at Chris Pine. He's, he's, Impersonating William but yeah, Shatner. But there was more mm-hmm. to Kirk than there was to Bones. I don't agree with that, actually. I don't know if I'd agree that. I just want to point out here, I love this moment where the little um, person. Thing? This little creature <laughs> is <Alien>. weird. <laughs> I love this shot right here. Spock's like, I should have brought my stick of fire. <laughs> hey, seriously, what kind of helmet hood is that? It looks like it could talk. <laughs> Hello. Hi. I do love Scotty's entrance. Oh, Scotty's great. Completely not, not James doing it in any measurable sense, but it's nope. different. No. Which is like well, and and as much as, as it, kind of because he is, he's kind of putting on an accent, much like James Tuan was putting on an accent. Except for that one scene in Doomsday Machine where he forgot he was supposed to be Scottish. <laughs> but, but you know what? That's the, th- the I mean, that's the, the answer to it. You're saying, you know, how do you imitate McCoy? Well, this isn't imitating Scotty. That's a different. I don't. Oh, well. Yeah. Well, I just don't think they give McCoy a lot to do with these. They uh, don't. Danielle was cheering last night. We were watching, um, I can't think of the name of the episode. And, um, it, it's the one where the, the alien race fights their war with their neighbors by computer, and you have to report to the death chambers if your computer says you died in the latest simulated attack. And you have the dopey <laughs> ambassador of the week in the Enterprise who wants to beam everyone down and cooperate with them and, and negotiate and stuff. And Scotty crosses his arms, no, I will not lower the shields! <laughs> like he's, I love him. <laughs> oh, and here is our, uh, our token uh, Enterprise um, Admiral Archer. reference right here. Like for the series Enterprise. What? What? I didn't. The, I don't know. The Admiral Archer is is okay. Um, if I'm not mistaken, that's the 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 captain from Enterprise. Enterprise, right? the prequel, right. yeah. And he had a beagle, right, in, on Enterprise. And this is the only time they reference anything from Enterprise in this movie. Because Enterprise is still canon here. Because yep. Enterprise they, before all Because uh-huh. they do the and according to Kelly in the book, he appears the, in the last uh, scene. Actually, shows <laughs> up. Yeah. I love that all this serious stuff is going on. I mean, Vulcan's just been destroyed, and, like, Kirk was, like, sh- like, you know, kicked off the shit. And, like, he's going on about sandwiches. Like, <laughs> that, that is such great writing. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, like, one of my favorite scenes in Battlestar Galactica is, is 
um, Bill Adama's like worrying if he has to sign off on the paperwork. I'm like, who cares? Well, it's going to happen. You're going to get audited like everyone's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Like She's it. one woman down lady. I need to get my hands on her ample nacelles. <laughs> I love that he's this genius and like he's like you know, working with like wrenches and crap and like he invents mm-hmm. all this awesome stuff, but he hasn't done it yet. Well it's like the scene from Star it's Trek so Four cool. where they need the transparent they need like a exactly. whatever yeah. it is, and they give the guy the formula for transparent aluminum and McCoy's like, You can't give him that, it will violate the future. He's like, guy's like How do you know he didn't invent the damn thing? Ooh, I like that. First place. It's one of the fun things about these time travels. There's so many circular references. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so good. I love the the script. It's just great. It was, it was very enjoyable. It was a great movie. It was great to watch. Will you come with me, Dad? I know. It's such a Harry Albus moment. Until I talk to him myself later in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not like Back to the Future 2 where, you know, Marty's mother collapses because she saw herself. <laughs> Preferably not. He has some great lines in this. I know this will seem incredibly self-serving, Spock, but live long and prosper. Yeah, I know. I love it. So they are making a second one? There. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yay! Any movie that's commercially acceptable, they're going to sequelize. What? Doesn't have to be that successful. <laughs> Is it going to be a J.J. Abrams? I believe so, yes. Good. Because I don't I want heard... them to, like, ruin anything about what they've done here. A new director. I haven't heard anything well, wasn't about there supposed to be There was supposed to be a scene here, if they were going to include William Shatner, that would have been, like, Kirk over a hologram or something. But if they did that, they would have had to film it in digital. Because you can't... You film a hologram because the holograms aren't real. <laughs> I love you. I love you too. Alright. <laughs> a trick I learned from an old friend. I loved that, um, how they yeah. added him to the very end of the preview so you'd know he'd be in it. So cool. Oh, God. They be- I, for- I just remembered this. They beam Scotty into the water tent. Oh, I like this little yeah. salute. Oh, it's so terrifying. <laughs> no, and like, seriously, he looks so sad. The lip is quivering. How did you hold your breath this long? I mean, seriously. It's not that long. It's about 30 seconds. <laughs> I well, love that one. Considering, like, they just transported, which... Spock is a putz. <laughs> like, really, what the hell is the purpose of these tubes? Is it, yeah, it's not, like, wanna... coolant. Like, why would you need... Hold on a second. <laughs> and it looks so real to me. I'm, I can't believe it's all green screen. Like, that's crazy. That you can, like, make water. Well, it, it, it <laughs> may be real, Jen, because if they filmed it, it has to be there. <laughs> Except I've seen the behind the scenes, and I know it's green screen. Look, okay, now the tube goes up. Now the tube goes down. At some point, this is just... Oh, my God. This is too Willy Wonka. Come on. Or, <laughs> one possible reason would you have for that? It's like the Chompers from Galaxy Quest. This episode was badly written. <laughs> that is the best scene. Are Whoever you wrote this episode me? should die. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. You realize some part of the Enterprise now won't work because all the water is missing. 
Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I love that. I'm fine. <laughs> My head is buzzing. I love that they're both just like totally fine with like water cancer. turbine control. Come in. <laughs> okay, why are all the Vulcans on the bridge? <laughs> what use are you? Go back. At least he said stun. Do you think he feels awkward knowing his daddy's watching his every move? You know what that looks like? That looks like the the um beer manufacturing plant that Laverne it and Shirley does. worked in. Like, this is not the engine room of the airbrush. <laughs> it does look like that, how they make the wine. Oh, God. It's cupcake. <laughs> cupcake. Wait, is that the cupcake joke? All right. <laughs> I don't <laughs> When, when 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 a man is fighting with another man, he wants to insult his masculinity. So Kirk called the big strapping young man Cupcake. Oh, like like Sweetie Pie. Yes. Yes, yes exactly. Oh. We're an hour and 30 minutes into the movie. Jen has finally got I didn't get because I didn't hear it. I didn't Can I get, get a towel? The, have you seen the blooper reel? I haven't. It's at this scene, and literally every time he says, can I have a towel? Like, Everyone Fox. laughs. Dies. <laughs> I, do, I do like how they, they picked up these these comedic actors, Simon Pegg and John Cho, were almost exclusively comedic actors. <laughs> just kind of, and, you know, John Cho does a great job. He doesn't uh, doesn't throw me out, but Simon Pegg's just too funny. Yeah. <laughs> Who's John Cho? Uh, uh, Sulu. He's funny. <laughs> On this movie. I didn't know he was. He fun. had the parking oh, brake on. Is he the Kumar dude? Yes, he's in the airplane. Well, I just watched uh, the episode I watched last night. Um, Spock was under the um, he was under the possession of the alien spores, so Kirk to get him out of it had to get him really angry. So he basically oh, did this. Oh, he, he... <laughs> God, I would not want to fight Spock. He is gonna like rip on. Dude, he's he's a badass. He is badass. Yeah. He's just... <laughs> Look yeah, he's at him, he's just... Us. He's gonna kill him. Yeah. He would have killed him. need to here. take a week off. Oh, there's nobody stopping him. Yeah. Well, because <laughs> they all think Kirk kind of deserves it. It's a Apparently, good thing Dad's on the bridge. Sweat. Look, he's sweating. Yeah, and the one I watched last night, he's like, he has like a bat in his hand, and he's calling Spock an elf with, an, with a hyperactive thyroid condition, so he's trying to just piss him off. His neck is red. I wonder how hard he really did. Oh, uh, Vulcans do have... Uh-oh. Daddy's frowning. Superhuman yeah. strength. You know it's bad when you've, you've upset your father and your father's wife is also tied to stay and the entire planet's over, but this has set him off, Spock. <laughs> bad and Vulcan. About his hair. Bad. Like, Leonard Nimoy's Spock would never have such scraggly back hair. Like, it would be straight. <laughs> it bothers me. I bet you also want to know what they use for toilet paper. I don't know. I've kind of thought that people in space use like an air boudoir. boudoir. What is it called? <laughs> what is that thing called? Bidet. bidet. Did you say? <laughs> did you just say an air bidet? Yeah, like an air bidet. What, like, so, like the thing at the movie theater that, like, the hand dryer that uses like yeah. their ass. That's yes. your picture. They just like, squat in front just of the thing. Sucks it out or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. Have y'all seen, like, astronauts? This is very exciting. I love it. It's the most (laughs) climactic moment of the movie, and we're talking about how they wipe their ass. (laughs) You brought it up. 
and here it becomes Kirk. Look at me yes. sit. It's Even a very he- awkward chair. I think they bought the like. Yeah. At least it's a thinner chair. <laughs> so am I. God, that is so Shatner. I love it. I'm the fourth captain we've had today. Really- Slow motion walk is angsty. For the record, it's 12.35 a.m. I am not asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Well done, dude. How long is the movie? Do we know? Do y'all think it's weird that they made the transporter, like, the the things you stand on? They're little bubbles. Like, I don't know. That's that's hard to stand on. Like, you'd think they'd make them straight. (laughs) Jen beams down without her left hand. She, like, it's splinched (laughs) because she tipped off her bubble. (laughs) Fell off the bubble. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Picturing you like beaming in on the riding lawnmower. That made oh, this stable. I was laughing. I was watching one of the original truck episodes, and um, they have to beam down to a planet with Gary Mitchell, who's um, he's Kirk's friend, who's turning into like this alien monster or whatever. So they knock him unconscious, but they need to put him on his little bubble thing to beam him down. So he's standing up. He's being held up because he's unconscious, and they kind of just leave him there, and they let go, and they're like energized, and he stands up like on his own on his bubble, and he's able to beam down like that. Is so impossible. He does such a good job. They add so much in this movie to the characters. They add so much, like Spock's relationship That's with Cora, cool. Spock's yeah. relationship with Kirk, the fact that Chekhov is the, is the genius. I, I think also they add a lot to the Spock-Sarek relationship. I don't think that in the original timeline, Sarek ever admitted to Spock that he was in love with uh, Amanda. He didn't. They had an awful relationship in um, Journey to Babel, which is yeah. the only time in the original series they meet, the only time Sarek appears. And... Yeah. Um, at the end of the episode, they're kind of joking around with each other because Spock um, gave Sarek a transfusion. And then you see him again in Star Trek IV, Star Trek. and he admits that maybe Kirk isn't a dipshit. That's basically like as far as they go. And then. Well, Star Trek. Again. Star Trek. <laughs> I love this. How old are you? 17? He's like, oh. Yeah. You're right. Star Trek Three. he meets with Kirk. And, uh, yeah. This is the, the shot right there. It's the entire principal cast. That was, oh, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is before they had the briefing room. And nobody blocks anyone. It's great. Yeah. That, you can tell that that shot was ridiculously planned. Yeah. Spock's lips look a little pink to me. I think he did it for, for Kirk. My mother was... This, this one scene here is where Spock doesn't seem like Siler. Like, the pretense is gone. They, they do a really good... Or he does a very what? good job of... Do you watch heroes? This, he's not Siler. Siler's, like, evil and killer. No, no, but like, he... Like, he's had a stick up his ass every scene of this movie until this one. No, he's been angsty and tormented. He's not been wearing leather either, McVeigh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe in the next <laughs> I, I love that sl- that that slap that over there. Yeah, that's slack. <laughs> there you go, champ. <laughs> See green, green. green. That, that that's nice right there when they when they lit up the uh, screen right there and they covered Earth in the green hue. That was because it was film. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, it's another one of those gross things. See the, the see, see the little. They fixed the drill. Darn. It's like an anchor in space. I thought this made a great visual here, but was kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, I just want to say Danielle just bought a uh, Mini Cooper, and. Unlike her other cars, she go, drives very, very fast now because the <laughs> she has difficulty telling when to stop. She actually drives w- with me in the car faster than the Enterprise is just going before it stopped. <laughs> and, uh, or Slow down! I'm like, did you mean to just go 90? I actually budgeted oh. more money for her for, for expected speeding tickets. <laughs> well, it's a good thing a she's more- asleep and she can't hit you. I should have just saw her a minute ago. Okay, okay, the weird eye thing is creepy. The eye uh, piece. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what is he really looking at besides, like... Oh, they're about to have a moment. Oh, my goodness. I love his look when he looks over at him. He's like, er? (laughs) They have you two take off the parking brake. Well, this is so refreshing because usually it's usually it's Kirk who has the girl. <laughs> He's like, this He's like, is He's like, what? Seriously, <laughs> Spock is very romantic for a non-emotional. Neoda, that's your name. Your name is Neoda. See, same earrings. Mm-hmm. There's <laughs> as you were. <laughs> He's like, man, she's hot. I loved her in Avatar. I love this. <laughs> I have no comment on the matter. I have no comment. <laughs> I have no comment. Okie dokie. Because really, I want my atoms to be spread through the, the rings of Saturn by a guy who opens a sentence with okie dokie. Somewhere in the cargo bay. Yeah, in the cargo. Oh, no, that's not good. As in the bridge. or Green! Or... I think they missed. Just slightly. <laughs> Nero standing like four them... feet to the left. Oh, I like that, like, even though they can do, like, the cool new warp, like, they don't have it down yet. <laughs> well, it reminds me a little bit of Caprica, too. And some level, it's so advanced, but it still has, like, the old 60s sound effects. Feels and you good. complain that I make Harry Potter references to everything. Oh, please. You know what that was right there? <laughs> I would never film. Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> I was watching um, the episode tonight where Kirk and Spock have to, like, break into this um, Klingon compound and... He's like, Spock, approximately, what do you think our chances are? And Spock's like, 7,437.2 to 1. He's like, That's Never tell me! Oh, sorry. It's okay. Wrong, wrong fandom there. That's all right. Wait, does it, isn't that where he says, never tell me... Uh, tell me the odds. Tell me the odds. That's that's yeah. from Star Wars. That's Star Wars. Oh. Well, then, like a few minutes later, he's like, "Well, there are odds now." Six. He's like under seven thousand to one. He's like, "Oh, getting better." Oh, getting Star better. Trek, Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure yeah, there's got star in it somewhere. There's never been any wank with that before. No, never. <laughs> oh, I love this story. Oh, that was great. <laughs> that was right good. That's a good moment. <laughs> Boom. He's got his back. Yeah. Can you mind meld with a dead guy? Like, is that a rule? No, no, no he, he stunned he's him, remember? They made, a, they made a point of it to, to show him flip it over to blue. Well, your brain is still functioning for two minutes after your heart stops beating, so maybe still be fine for two minutes? 
and they blow up San Francisco. So what do you do? Race to the scene. I thought all the cadets had gone on ships. Seriously, who are these people? (laughs) These are the new cadets. cadets. (laughs) These are the new cadets in case the old (laughs) cadets die. Um, That would create like a tsunami. Well, they're running towards it. What they need to have, everybody's running everywhere. There's This is futuristic. You should be able to, like, transport from floor to floor. Spock is very um, sweaty from all the running. Just have, what's yeah. the word? Dis- dis- disheveled. 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 Thank you. Thank you. I read words, don't pronounce them. <laughs> oh, they're on the bubble ship. The fish. The fish. With big red blobs. Welcome back, Ambassador Spock. I love this. He's like, that's weird, because I'm not supposed to tell you anything. Oh, that's weird. (laughs) (laughs) Kirk has thought this through clearly in case something happens. Dude, weird. That's my plan. I just love the fascinating. That chair looks highly uncomfortable, and Spock was in that for, like, how long? You'd think they'd make it cushiony or, like... 4.3% chance. Massage or something. I love that there's like light brights on the wall. What would he have told the twenty four? Hey, look, there's a flat screen TV. <laughs> Who designed that thing? Probably Spock did. <laughs> He's like, I think pastels. <laughs> I think triangle. That'll fit my shoulder blades. <laughs> It's a ridiculous chair. Can I have a cushion? Because my ass has gone in bony as I'm nearing 160. I need a butt bubble, please. (laughs) Thanks. What is this? Like the ventilation system? He's, he's, He's walking through the sewers. Just waiting for the rats to come out. Yuck. They'd probably be green. It's like the worst mining ship ever. <laughs> okay, that's kind of cool visual. <laughs> he hasn't quite got the cool thing oh. down. Oh, didn't see that one coming. Yeah, whoever designed this this ship was a little bit crazy. <laughs> a lot bit crazy. The walkways are like badly shaped. How easy is it to just fall off? There's no handrails. There's no guardrails here. Seriously, what if we were experiencing mild turbulence, 14 miners fall to their death? Really? (laughs) Heaven forbid they've ever been out drinking. (laughs) (sighs) Aren't Robulans supposed to be like an advanced race? Seriously, look at this thing. It's It's like like the inside of it. How is there room? Where is the space? Because all I saw was like those little thin, like scraggly octopus things. This is like the mothership from Independence Day. I fail to see why you need a mining ship this large. (laughs) The fat lady hasn't sung yet! I love the music here. It is good. He has like a lisp here. And he Why is there like a smoke trail in space? I don't understand. Seriously, he's a, he's a very I'm angry young man, don't you? He's not Kirk a happy guy. He's been choked a lot in this movie. It's amazing he can even talk. <laughs> Me, it's I'd like be the like, stupidest guns ever. There's like 14 feet between the yeah, left one. 
Yeah. Red blinky guns to full power. Blue blinky yeah, guns to Why couldn't they do that before? Like, red dude didn't have to die. They just got one of those little... Oh, God, uh, hit the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah, don't go underneath that thing. Man, all those poor little people in San Francisco. Oh, thank God, I missed the bridge. Hey, Aaron, well, you know, when I went to San Francisco, <laughs> I couldn't figure out which bridge was the right bridge. So that was probably just going to be a... bridge! I know, I was it's like, is that the there. Was that this movie's version of Khan? Why does he have creepy feather things on his shoulder? Did y'all see that? Oh, yeah. You know what I would do? Use a ladder to get down to the lower level. I would not <laughs> jump and hope for the best. Definitely. Oh, I like that. Best line in the movie coming. I love that. Wow. It's like... I <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But if you ignite the red matter, something might happen, might but you, happen. we can't tell you. So let's use all of it. Kirk is about to have the best line coming up. Whoa. <laughs> this little ship can go fast. Green. I don't know why a ship going into warp would need to expend the fuel out the back end, but uh, <laughs> wow, that this is just built really stupidly. This Where is are the really stairs? like this? this is like <laughs> OSHA would shut these people down in like a minute. That's awesome. This is a. I'm picturing like house hunters or something when you're looking at this. Oh no, the kids! Look how people. strong he is. Yeah, Best he's being coming. strangled yet again. What? This is like fit five. What? I can't hear you. What? I tattooed my hand. I was so green. <laughs> okay, when you shoot the guy holding you up, beware of the fact that you yourself too will fall. Yeah, you're gonna. You're not next. You're over outer space. And ladies and gentlemen, Mrs. Huggles is awake. Hi, Mrs. Yeah. Huggles. Hi, Mrs. Huggles. Hey, Danielle. Mrs. Huggles waves to everybody. Go, little fishy, fly. Da 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 da. Green! Okay, I would not be okay. like, aiming towards the Fire thing. everything. Someone actually yeah. took him literally, and they're actually firing everything. That was everything. really stupid. And I love this part where, like... I'm convinced that these are missiles for the sole, sole purpose to have this scene right here. If he would just like, turn, they, they, could, they could have made the, 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 the weapons, you know, lasers or something else. Yeah. But they wanted the Enterprise to be able to come in and shoot them, so they had to be missiles. Yay, Enterprise! Kick some butt. It's good shooting, actually. Yes. It really is. And luckily, okay. Got the how would you out. know where to dock in that thing? Because all I saw was like spikes. I I was very surprised that Captain Pike was still alive. Christopher Pike. Yeah. Okay, what do y'all think about this? Leather straps holding someone down? Wouldn't they have like some sort of like it's like Jen's ideal bedroom prison, like those Wii remotes (laughs) that can charge that just float there? So Jen, you're saying Jen, you're saying you've never had leather straps in your bedroom? (laughs) I have never had leather straps. (laughs) (laughs) Honey. (laughs) Oh God. Seriously, though, that's the best futuristic, like, thing they could think of. 
Well, it's because it's a mining ship. They don't have all that, you know, extra special stuff on it. So it's a mining ship. So like those like things, spidery things are supposed to like be the drill or, or what? Uh, <laughs> what he's like, that was and amazing. I'm... And everybody's like, yeah, we don't care. Scotty's like, there's no way in hell I ever thought that would work. <laughs> <laughs> Two different places. That's good, man. Gosh, they even stalk alike. That is hot. Yeah. Okay, every little dot is, like, big. So this is big. Well, let's assume they sent, what, a single droplet down to Vulcan to to destroy the planet? It's interesting that they made it look blood-like. Which is interesting, because if you remember for the ratings on um, Star Trek VI Undiscovered Country, they had to use... um, Pepto-Bismol for blood. They couldn't use the red. That is what this reminds me of. Thank you. Pepto-Bismol? No, that the the blood from Six. Six. I kept thinking, what does this remind me of? And it's that blobby blub. I love this right here. I love that they, like, are the same height. They could seriously get it on. I love this. Yeah, no, not this time. <laughs> no, I'm good with killing them. <laughs> see, Spock would never say that, though. Great shot here with all the. I see, and I think you're right. I think before this movie, he wouldn't have said that. In the he old wouldn't have, but nope. I love that he says it still. Yeah. The same way I think, he says. I think this, this Spock is going to be a much more emotionally driven uh, man than the one in, from the. Uh, I know time. it is so much great. more appealing to women. That's a great shot. <laughs> That's a, <laughs> uh, whatever I was just saying, just forget it. Maybe he'll have leather pants the next time. That'd be hot. I just say it's like uplifting music, even though it's like death and I destruction. I think you'd actually see the fire. How is he not already dead? Is my question at that point. It's just oh, look at the Kelvin in the beginning of the damn thing. Yeah. See, well, flying into okay. black holes is bad. They're just going to go like 20 years in the future. What are they so worried about? I love this um, yeah. moment coming right here. That's where I thought it was going, like actually. The- I thought they were going to be sucked into the black hole and like be in another ultimate universe <laughs> no. or something. Oh, here we are again, somewhere new. Or like, they'd, or like they'd pop out like another like 100 years in the future or something like that. I thought that would have been cool, but I was kind of glad that they didn't. <laughs> I love that you bet your ass, Captain. Can I just say, I knew, of course, that they were going to, like, escape this, but still, the way that it happens, I was like, yeah, yeah! I well, I love it. how they crack the ceiling, too, just because of the damage. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. You bet your ass, Captain. It'll take me two hours to do it, Captain, but I can do it for you in 15 do it, minutes do it, if do you it, really do need it. I love, I love how Scotty's by himself in engineering. I know. <laughs> what else you got, Scotty? Take off the parking brake. That's a bad sign. <laughs> well, I can do it, but it may kill us. I don't care. Do it. Do it. Do it. They're going to have to call Geico <laughs> and get a new die now. What difference does it make? What the hell are they ejecting? The warp core? Uh, yeah. I, I they they, they say it's the warp core, but I, I assumed it was the antimatter pods. But Obviously, whatever. it's the explosion pods. That but they don't they need the antimatter pods to go to warp? Yeah, but to say, but uh, oh, we're it's geeking out now. That pushes them. It's it's yet another thing that that's that's uh, the, the techno babble sounds better if they're ejecting all the warp cores because there's only one warp core. Eject the red blinky blinkies and stand by to reject the blue blinky blinkies on my. Okay. Uh, I would be afraid of like lack of oxygen here. I'd be like putting on my little astronaut helmet because that window is cracking. 
I'm yeah. just picturing you on the bridge, just with like a giant oh, helmet on. <laughs> you look like a uh, fish from American Dad. I know, I'm out of breath with you, boys. Whew. Okay, that was one sexy look. That was a look. With the one from Sulu the Chekhov there? What were we talking about? No. Spock and Kirk. Now, notice we haven't seen McCoy in a while, other than walking around the bridge. Because there's obviously victims to, like, deal with. He's the only medical officer on board now. Here's the uh, new recruits. Best scene coming up here. Yeah. Spock great. on Spock. I know. And I don't oh, understand. I think it's good. It mistakes him for, for, for his uh, father. Yeah. Whatever you do, Jim, do not let him know I exist. Look at him. Look at him. Our father. Our father, yes. This is so... The coolest thing about this is that this is our Spock from our universe. This is Spock Prime. Mm-hmm. And he's got a really stupid-looking jacket. No offense, but, like, that is retarded. It's a good passing of the torch type scene where you have the... Let him name what kind of passing the, the torch from, from yeah. himself to... I think anytime you, see, anytime you see any of these actors... And I was just telling Danielle this the other day. That, like, anytime, like, you know... Leonard Nimoy appeared in this movie. Everyone in the theater cheered. It's just so much respect for these guys. What I understand is, of all things, why is his favorite line, thrusters on full? You know, (laughs) I love this too. Uh, You lied. Act of faith, I gamble. Like, like for his last, the last line he says, Jen. Yeah. Thrusters on full. I don't know. They They just put that in there because that's Leonard Nimoy's favorite line. Like I saw it in an interview. I wonder why. I like this. We can be in two places at the same time. But we can't. Feature Spock is taller. It's the end of... That's what, that's what Spock learned over two centuries. Just be human. I would be like, can we like sit and have tea? There's a lot of things I want to ask. <laughs> Oddly self-serving. I like that so much. They had to tape his fingers or they something. They do. Like they that. had to tape both of them. Didn't they both of them? Because no, Nimoy can, no, no, can, no, can do it. Nimoy can do it. Nimoy can do it. He, did, he was doing that back before they bedded tape. Hold on. They gave him the role and he can't do that? Come on, that's weak. I know. Is it, is it, was it Shatner that couldn't do it? Couldn't do the Vulcan thing? I don't know. Yeah. One of them couldn't do it. I can't roll Thank my you, Tyler Perry. He's actually a tall man. I like him as Medea, personally. There was a very odd noise in the background there. (laughs) (laughs) We're all trying to pretend we didn't hear it, but we all know we did. I can explain that. That was my cat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love this pike in a wheelchair. What does he say? I, what you? I relieve you. I relieve you. I am relieved. I love Did you. Did anybody else get the double meaning there? I am relieved. Yeah. Anyway, that's my cat. Messing with the little spring thing that's the door. Oh, thank God, yeah. dude. Thank oh. God. Yeah, that was not uh, the aliens attacking. So, it's good. I love it. Spock is upstairs. And that one security guard there.
<laughs> oh, I love you, Leonard. Even though you make really weird photographs. <laughs> okay, here's the chat on your impression. Oh, you are hot. Oh. Danielle's hitting me right now because she, I missed the I William Shatner on the impression the first time. He's always on the bridge. <laughs> I love that kick down. Get down. <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. Crossing his legs there like Shatner. Look at him sit. <laughs> Man, look at the lens flare. See, look at that look. Tell me that it's not a I want you look. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty sure Spock's already got a girlfriend. Well, they could have a threesome. (laughs) Kirk would like that. I'm sure. This is Shanger's gotta be so Look how cool that blue things are. That's so cool. Well, this is digital gen because the Enterprise actually isn't there. I'm just shaking my head. (laughs) (laughs) He splits an infinity. This movie's shorter than we thought. We thought it'd be 2 30 in the morning. Yeah. No, that's the original music. It's a reorchestration. Oh, yeah. I mean, they didn't use that. This kind of reminds me of this new Superman Returns. Exactly. Very much so. We think a lot alike, Aaron. I I think we just turn around. (laughs) 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 Oh, Robert is going to be so upset. Well, I'm upset, Robert. No, because you're messing with his man over here. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Aaron. It's all good. So that's Star Trek, and they're going to make more of them. Now, I one of the things I heard, I don't know if it's true or not, is that they want to possibly have the next one be a con. A yeah. con? I don't think there's a, that much about it yet. Uh, yeah. I was, I was oh, checking con, my... con! What did you think I said? I thought you said con, like C-O-N, and I was like envisioning like prisoners. I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> there is a prisoner episode of the original series. Maybe they're redoing that one. Well, there was a prison in like six. Remember, they got sent there. I think it. Sh- I think they should have Harry Mud. I think it should be a mud centric. Uh, Don't you think uh, that'd be? T- well, movie. here's the thing. The next episode, next episode, the next movie is obviously going to be compared to this one. No, they're they doing make- Klingons next. I think they'd have to because Harry Mud would be great, but it'd be like the comedy one, and I don't think it would. It'll be Klingons. I tell you, it'll be Klingons. I agree. And Klingons Danielle, does- actually are good. Danielle, do you agree? Danielle's kind of nodding her head somewhat in the affirmative. Good answer, Danielle, with cute hair. Yeah, I think uh, Klingons would be fun. Carl Urban. Although they are doing... um, That's his name, Anton Yelkin. The Phase 2 fan film series is actually doing And Leonard Nimoy. They're doing a Harry Mudd um, fan film, and it's going to be starring... um, The guy who played General Martok on Deep Space Nine is going to be playing Harry Mudd. Martok! Uh, Is it Barry Herzog? Seriously, I bought the soundtrack as soon as we walked out of the theater. It was so (laughs) good. I I wasn't sold on it until um, the scene where they're approaching the Enterprise for the first time because I really enjoyed it. J.G. Hertzler, that's his name. I like that Spock, Spock Prime. They actually put that in the 
Spock Prime. Oh, Spock Prime. That I means it's old geezer. Means well, I'm sure Leonard Nimoy would not have appreciated <laughs> <laughs> he referred to as old geezer Spock in the minutes of the movie. <laughs> oh, Greg Gunberg was the did the voice of the stepdad. That's hilarious. Burly <laughs> cadets. They put them in as bur- burly. They should put them in as the cupcakes. That's I was going to say uh, cupcake. Let's see how many Enterprise crew members. I now know what that means. Yay, Chad. Hannah. Chief Engineer Olsen. He was the. Wait a minute. He was the chief engineer. The red he, suit. He apparently died quickly. He well, forgot to. Had, no, he right. was Olsen. Was the was the red shirt? He yeah. Jumped out with the who jumped yeah. into then pulled his shooting time. He was the chief engineer of the freaking ship. <laughs> he pulled his parachute. Yeah. Well, Olsen's good like, thing Scotty it. got on board, huh? You bet your ass, Captain. <laughs> I'm gonna be saying that the rest of the week. <laughs> to your boss at work. Exactly. <laughs> Brian, what do you think? You bet your ass, sir. Hey, devil! Sorry. <laughs> you know it's late at night when we're looking for things to make fun of in the uh, credits. credits. Oh, God. The Harry Potter one where I found out that Emma Watson had their own driver. I flipped. You did. It was funny. His name was Nigel. Are you serious? <laughs> it was. They have a meteorologist on the Harry Potter movies. Oh, my goodness. I don't know what half of these people do. You have a property master, an assistant property master. Oh, Aaron, oh Aaron's yawning. You hear this? Aaron's watching. Yep, I am yawning. His name is Og. Thank you, me, yawn. Tim's Og. Og. O-G-G. That, that would be Og. I have a friend named Og. Dyers and Agers. There's three of them. Drapers. I wonder if they set drapes up. <laughs> I'm just looking at the, the... What's the difference between the hair department head and the key hairstylist? Mm. Uh, well, the key uh, hairstylist would be in charge. Obviously. That's the the head hair no, the that's head the hairstylist locksmith. They had two payroll accountants. They had four medics. How many people were injured during the filming of this movie? <laughs> All four guys. I wonder if, like, we watch it long enough, there'll still be, like, the extra scene, like, there was Dialogue a Dialogue editor, sound editor, sound editor, sound editor. What's a Foley artist? Uh, Foley artist, I forget. It's when, um, when we did the exchange with my friend who worked on the series on Deep Space yeah. Nine, and he also worked on Hook. And we I sat through. Hook. We sat through the credits and hook and cheered when his name came up in the credits. So you know famous people. You can tell Jen <laughs> listens to the Puffo Exchange because he was yeah. on the show, Jen. Oh, I'll have to. He knows famous people, Jen. It's yeah. okay. We have a friend who is famous. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> his name's, a, his name's Obama, him. something or other. No. <laughs> No, he works at Pixar. We're, we're, down, to, a, we're down to the caterers and the craft service. Caterer, man, there's only one caterer for the entire people. Underwater director of photography. The only time we were underwater in this entire movie. Was it was when, green um, screen. No, it was yeah, it was when Scotty was in the tube. There was so one. There was there one an underwater image of them from inside the tube, though. Maybe so, it was when like the thing hit San Francisco. They needed an entire department for that. The sequence supervisors are the people who block everything. 
Look at the digital artist right there. Good gracious. There's ILM. I would like to point out that George Lucas did the special effects. Is that what you're Lucas filmed? Yeah. Well, well, ILM did it, and George Lucas owns ILM. But she said. Yep. I actually have been in inside ILM, and you can't get inside unless you know someone inside. Another Um, important person that Jen knows. It, well, no, it was the same person, but his mentor worked there, and so we got to go, and it was really cool. neat. He introduced himself. Hi, I'm the mentor. We had to literally sign an agreement that said that we wouldn't discuss or talk about anything we saw inside. How'd that work out? You're talking about it now? Well, well, she's not talking about what she saw. She's just talking about that she went there. Thank you, Aaron. Come on, Jen. What did you see inside? I want you, I want to hear you say, I'm sorry, I can't discuss that, or I'll be in violation of a contract. You can't discuss it. I'll be in violation of a contract. <laughs> Look at Mike's hard lemonade in there. She'll change her Rob Doolittle. I always wanted my name to be Doolittle. <laughs> what? Because Doolittle. my favorite movie, her name was Eliza Doolittle, and I always thought my name could be Jennifer Doolittle, but instead it was Martindale. Um, Aw. I know. See, so we're at the very end here. Anheuser-Busch? Yeah, because remember the uh, Budweiser classic? Oh, that's right. Volvo. I was just gonna say, I was of Gene on... Roddenberry. Oh yeah, Michelle Barrett, Roddenberry. Look, there's the dollhouse symbol. <laughs> and memory of Gene Roddenberry and the other dude. Michelle Barrett, the other dude is his wife. <laughs> she was really? the voice of the computer, which is why I was saying, "Oh, that's so meaningful." Because right. when Chekhov oh. was trying to talk to the computer, and the computer was like, "I have no earthly idea what the hell you're talking about." You're <laughs> That was Major Roddenberry. She rec- she was um, Tina Troy's mother. Yeah, she Nurse did Chapel. all the compu- computer voices and everything. One. Number one. <laughs> yeah, I never I never paid attention to that. Oh, good god! Right. I didn't even know the dude was married. The dude. This is like sacrilegious for Aaron and myself. You know he was totally like Aaron and I. Even Danielle over here, it's like it was. It was number one. She was in the first remake. Of- <laughs> she was in the. Yeah, she was in the first. She was in the second pilot. She was. She was, uh, she was the original Vulcan. She she's was in one of a half dozen episodes of Nurse Chapel. She was. Uh, and she's been in every series since then as the computer voice. Well, the thing was yes. at the end of um when they filmed The Cage, which was the first Star Trek pilot with Captain Christopher Pike, they had the first <laughs> officer I was... in a box. Yeah, the first officer was Majel Barrett playing the female first officer, who was this very logical person. And then there was um, Ensign Spock, who was played by Leonard Nimoy, and the, and the studio said, dump one or the other. So he's like, well, I married the woman, and I kept Spock, and I think I made the right choice. <laughs> yeah. Yep, he did. He did. So with that, it's one o'clock in the morning. So we are the Pofua Exchange. I lost ten bucks to Aaron, and have a good night, everybody. <laughs> good night. Thank you. Good night.